And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. So this is the first installment of whatever this is going to end up being. There's three uh, functioning alcoholics sitting here, although two of us and then Steve is not so much a functioning alcoholic. He's just dealing with whatever the other two are going to be on the ride. Uh, I'm Eddie uh, Vegas or Sherman, however you know me. I'm Steve. Uh, you might know me as Fork Tongue through hip-hop and other stuff. I'm Ray over here. You might know me as Uncle Dobby or, <laughs> in other words, a few different nicknames. But either way, we're all here for the same podcast. reason. Yeah, we're all here for the same reason. Uh, we, as friends, uh, have known each other a while um, through various reasons. Me and Steve met each other through wrestling. Me and Ray have met each other through actually junior high school. We've known each other over twenty years. Actually, me and you are about, about twenty years now too. Yeah, not that. Um, and I think this is going to be a really cool thing for all three of us. I'm hoping that anybody that does actually listen to this, which I'm sure you won't be, <laughs> will get something out of this. What brought us together was. Um, we all have a love for uh, good music, mainly heavy music, but good rock and roll, heavy music, hip hop. I mean, you name it, we all have a little bit of something, even country. Um, we all have definitely varying tastes in music, but what really brought us together was the fact that we all have a love for vinyl. And I think that's really where uh, we're gonna be uh, focusing on, kind of, but we're gonna really be going all over the map. So whether it's bringing in new bands, we all have different versatile tastes where I think we're gonna be able to throw it at the wall and see what each other likes and what the listeners like. Also, we like good beer, and we like to have fun, and we need a reason to get together, and this is it. So if this is a once-a-week thing, a once-a-month thing, who knows what it's going to turn into, but I think it's going to be fun. I might be rambling, but that's what I'm well-known for. So I apologize, guys, ahead of time for any of that that does happen. Yeah, um, this might not ne- we might not necessarily be talking about music all the time. We will no. always talk about music, yep. but we all, we all love MMA. We all like wrestling to different degrees. There's a lot of things we have in common that we're going to talk about, lots of... You know, fucking beer, whatever it may be. Yeah, video Not games, music, music live, live shows, music, uh, good food. Hell, man, I'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, just just good old stories. I think that's where it's really gonna end up. But right. starting it is music, beer, bros, hanging out, having a good time. And I really think this is gonna be a cool journey just to see. We're, we're relatively all known amongst our own peers but we're not necessarily known in the world outside of Rhode Island really but we'll see where this takes us so um, hopefully it's really cool this might be an hour this might be two hours I don't know but first episode I'm going to have Steve really kind of guide the ship and take the helm and uh, see where we go with it what we decided to do this time to start it off was um, we all put together a list of five songs to get the discussion rolling and see where it happens. We also have a UFC kind of on and off in the background. CM Punk just got his ass whooped. Sorry, Punk, if you ever hear this, which I know you're not going to. Uh, you done lost, son. It is what it is. But uh, we all picked five songs, random songs. No, nobody told each other what we were going to pick. We played them um, in a row in order uh, of each other's lists tonight. We all took notes just to see what happens. We have no idea what each other wrote on any of them. We kind of gave each other a couple nods here and there. Um, Steve, you go for it however you want to run it from there. All right, yeah, the first, uh, we'll, we'll start with uh, Ed's list first. We're going to start with um, like Spike, Kill or Be Killed. And uh, Ray, what are your thoughts on that song? Uh, I actually really liked it. Um, and I have to say, 
that some of the things I had to say about it. He's reading, guys. Not I am that. reading. Okay. This is, <laughs> I'm just trying to find the, what I'm looking for here real quick. <laughs> I thought it started off and had a nice chug. A little Cookie, Mon- Cookie Monster vocals on it, but then it went into like a little head ish type of style. A little blast beat into VOD. Kind of had a little mixture of a good hardcore mix in there. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And uh, Very versatile song. Yeah. I, I listen to, uh, I tend to go towards gym songs because I I pretend like I'm really good at the gym, uh, but that's what gets me through my day. So I like things with like 4-4 beats. I like things with really simple breakdowns. Um, I like the really crazy stuff too, and we'll get into that later on too, but that was a good um, throw out there. It's a newer band. I think it's one of those songs where when you put it on, as soon as it hits in, you're going to go, oh yeah, I, I see it, you know? Um, but go ahead with the rest of the list. Uh, yeah, my, my thoughts on it, um, I... I liked it. Um, I thought it was heavy as shit. I really liked the the bass line, especially when um, there was like a slow point in it. And it really yeah, hit the bass. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's kicking in. I didn't. I liked the vocals, except when he, he broke into pig squeals a couple times. I'm he gets a little too much. With, yeah, and it's all one singer too, so I give mm-hmm. him some credit. He's got a good range. I'm not familiar with the band at all. I never heard of him before, but I liked it. Um, I'm a sucker for for bass drops too. There was a couple nice bass yeah, drops I mean, in there. That's what the hip hop comes in. Um, yeah, the breakdown towards the end of that song yeah, actually yeah, was yeah, had me so. going yep. too. Although I do wish it was, I like the breakdown, but I wish it could have hit a little bit harder. If it yeah. hit a little bit harder, yep. it would have put it over the top for me. The production on that album, the whole thing, it's a really solid album. A lot of the songs are like that. It's a little tinny, it's a little thin, yep. but it's a solid album. I can't remember if it's their first or second. I think it's their second album, actual full effort, but it's their first like one that hit the scene and kind of made was it. it a, is it a newer song? Yeah, newer band. I think it came out this year. I'd have to look all that up. I should have had all those written down too, and I think we all should have, but yeah. it's a relatively newer song, newer band they're kind of making some waves um but i like them and uh that's the first song i threw out to everybody. is there anyone you find them comparable to oh there's a couple guys out there i i like a lot of the acacia strain stuff i like uh i'm a sucker for bleeding through just put a new album who is another one of my picks tonight uh i'm a sucker for the metalcore universe in general i think they are good um I look at everything like it's just heavy metal. You know what I mean? I, I hate. I saw a deep VOD vision of disorder. Yeah, yeah. Description in the music and yeah, kind of had that feel. They have, to they have a nice yeah. feel to them. They have a nice um, tempo. You know. Yes. And again, it's good. Anytime I put up a song like that, typically think gym. Think when you're going to the gym and you're gonna hit a set, set of reps. You're counting in your head um, what you're trying to accomplish. So having a nice beat, whether it's hip hop, whether it's good hardcore or heavy metal with a beat uh, breakdown. That's kind of where my brain goes to, just because I'm a big hate read guy. I'm a big uh, whatever, blood for blood, you name it. We're gonna get into all that it's, too. But it's good gym song anyway. I think you actually mentioned that that it put an extra five pounds on your on your list. <laughs> yeah, as, a, as, as the song was going through, I, I yelled out to Steve. I said, "This song is uh, guaranteed to put an extra five pounds on your bench." Um, Which yeah, all no, music should drive you? So yeah. It, it, you in other words. I look at it like it's an adrenaline boost. So yeah. when you're about to start going for your peak lift or your final set, that's a great song to kick in because the opening, as soon as it goes in, the guy just comes out with like a pulsating growl and it's like a uh, almost like a heartbeat, you know? Or it's in my case, my final bathroom or my final hallway. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you, it's you after a night of Taco Bell and drinking. Well, actually, I was, referring, I was referring to my job. 
So like I'm doing oh, my yeah. job <laughs> and I'm cleaning a bathroom or I'm doing something in that nature. I was, but no. That's not where I thought that was. I just thought I was taking the shit. Obviously. Yeah, well, that's what you do. You take shits. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyways, that was my first pick. Yeah. Well, yeah, the next song uh, surprised the shit out of me, to be honest. Uh, D. Snyder, Tomorrow's No Concern. Yep. Tomorrow's No Concern. That's a new song. D. Snyder has a new album coming out uh, July 27th, I believe. I'm a big fan of the Jamie Josta podcast or the Josta podcast. Again, I grew up in the East Coast hardcore scene. Love Hate Breed, love Jamie Josta. Pretty much anything he touches, I think, is pretty solid. Um, he got with D. Snyder on an episode of his podcast throughout, and he's known for um, proposing ideas to his guests and throwing out like riff B shirts or whatever. He's got a, he's got a million ideas. He's a true businessman of the of the music world. Um, and he had D on and he threw out the D hey man like you should get out and put yourself in front of like a, a thrashier band and show everybody that you can still you still have the pipes you know and um, D said yes out of all the people that said yes to his to his proposition D did he helped him uh, he produced I believe Jamie produced the album and there's a bunch of guest spot on it they haven't been listening to it because the album hasn't come out yet but that song came out last week and as soon as I heard it it surprised the hell out of me. And Believe I knew it or not, I had to bring it to the table. Believe it or not, it reminded me a lot of like Testament. Mm, it yeah, almost had a very strong yeah. Testament vibe yeah. to it. I, mean, I, mean, I have to down. say, D. Snyder hasn't lost his vocals at all. Phenomenal. I think uh, I think he sounds good. Yeah. yeah, I think he was right on point uh, yeah. with that track, and I'm really, I'm really looking forward to the rest of the album because he had guest writers, he had uh, vocal uh, lyrics rather, and he had a plethora of different guest spots as far as guitar bass and drums and it's it's gonna be a really cool album and be looking for that one in uh, July and if any more songs come out I'll probably throw them again to the table I, I saw him live a few years ago at some festival that's awesome Anthrax with Joey Belladonna and I, As I Lay Dying was on there which we're gonna talk about later. oh yeah <laughs> that's a big topic of this week um, yeah. and his his vocals sounded great and the songs weren't bad either but they were more traditional like cock rock kind of stuff yeah his traditional stuff yeah. well but he's got a couple albums from the 90s that just never broke through for whatever reason. I, I honestly really never listened to him. I've kind of peeked through him really quick. And it's good stuff. It's solid stuff. His voice has been solid since the day he started. But um, he's one of those guys that kind of gets lost in the shuffle. And I thought it would be for two guys who are, really have good deep roots in the thrash uh, world, which you both do, I thought that would be a cool thing to throw at you guys. Because I don't think any of us, th I mean, we all kind of threw us up that nobody knew. But nobody expected to hear, oh, this is a D. Snyder song. All yeah, from 2018, no. right? So I thought that was a pretty cool thing to kind of throw at everybody. So we'll throw some more stuff out there. And uh, if, if you guys are interested in it, D. Snyder, tomorrow is no concern. It's very cool. A little repetitive, but for a dude who's whatever age he is now, I mean, he's... I have to throw it to him. He actually impressed me yeah, because... Dude, that was a solid, solid was different song. Way heavier than I imagined. It, it <laughs> definitely came across as thrash and the, the testament thought crossed my mind, too, as yep. far as uh, musically. I was right there, too. It was, it was good. Cool. So next very song. Good. Next song, uh, Bleeding Through, Dead Eyes, I think it was called. Mm -hmm. I hate to say it right off the bat, it reminded me of like Dim You going into hardcore. I said the and same thing. I loved it. I liked it. Back. I like it. It's like Dim You going into hardcore. And I think uh, it was very organized well. I think my only pet peeve with it was I think the chorus kind of was a little too you know catchy for yeah. like the usual hardcore thing. You for, know? For, for you guys especially, because you guys yes. bring a little bit more of the real deep, dark, raw energy and well, as all this goes all, on, you guys are gonna everybody's gonna catch on. If anybody actually follows through with the playlist that we all put together, you're gonna catch on where like I kinda gravitate towards and where you guys gravitate towards. You two are definitely into the heavier, more raw, like 
sounds like it was recorded in the garage stuff, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I love that stuff too. I just but all in all, I think that nothing bleeding, it surprised through, the hell out of me. bleeding through yeah. has not failed to put out better albums along, all along the years. They took a five or six year uh, hiatus. I'm a huge fan of the band. Yes. I'm a huge fan of Brandon Chappetti, the lead singer. He's got a side project called The Iron Sun. I'm a huge fan of that as well. He's also got another uh, few different things that he's done, guest spots and a few other things that he's thrown out there. I actually have the vinyl of the new album in my hand that came out last Friday. It's called Love Will Kill All. And there's a couple really good tracks in it. I figured if I was gonna throw a track from that album on here, uh, with the black metal and death metal roots that we all kind of connect to, that would have been the one that would have touched you guys the most. I knew the chorus would kind of throw you guys for a loop because it's a little bit different than what you're used to, but kicking right in, it, it does have that nice synth and it's got that nice, like, big brooding sound, and you kind of feel like you want to pick up an axe to swing it, you know, and uh, that's where the demo <laughs> here comes in, you know? I, I, yeah. I thought the same exact thing. I thought it sounded like demo right off the bat, yep. and then. Um, it's not that I didn't like the chorus. It's it sounded almost sounded like it should have been on a different song. Like I agree. Yeah, the two sounds didn't really mesh together. Yep. Um, but overall, I enjoyed it. I just it, that just sounded like two different songs to me. Um, next song was the uh, cover song "Sepultura: Symptoms of the Universe." Hell yes, yeah. Black Sabbath. All right, so we'll throw this out there too. Again, this thing might be a little long. Who cares? Hopefully, you all listen and follow the ride with us. So we've been talking about this for months. We've gotten together a few times, and this all came into fruition a few, well, yeah, a few months ago. So we have our own message board, obviously, to talk to each other and about ideas and throw out different things. And uh, the other day, I woke up with this song literally in my head. As I woke up, I'm known to, uh, I might be the world's best chess drummer. Go on, uh, fight me on that. But I woke up doing that, and my wife elbowed me pretty swiftly in the, uh, the the chin because I was tapping away to it and I love the riff and I love the song and I'm a huge Sepultura fan and uh, I threw out to the boys hey what do you guys think of throwing out a cover on this one which we might do again we might not do it who knows we might just do theme episodes we might do a bunch of events again we really have no idea where this is going to go and that's kind of the fun part of the early on um, listenings so Sepultura Symptoms of the Universe who the hell doesn't like Black Sabbath feel like metal if you don't like Black Sabbath Get the fuck out of here. Right. I just, I don't even want to be your friend. I don't care who you Put are. it this way. If anybody's going to completely one-up it, it's Sepultura. Mm-hmm. It screams the 70s nail-bomb style version right of Sepultura. Right on. Which I love personally. And I have to say, towards the end of that song, the acoustic ending, yep. definitely one-up. It, it just everything, it, it, it pulled off the Ozzy vibe. What's really cool about that, that specific color is what we just said, the very end, I think all three of us were taken yeah. back by it, because we all know the beginning of it, we all know the symptoms of the universe, we all know Black Sabbath, yes. Sepultura, and I think all three of us forgot about that jam session at the end of it. No, well, I never, me personally, I never forgot about the jam session at the end. Oh, really? They See, I did, did yeah. it. And I'm a huge they fan. They just did it greatly. You know what I mean? I love that sound, and they incorporated it very well. Yep. Yeah, it's recognizable as Symptoms of the Universe is as a Black Sabbath song. Sepultura made it their own, even though they didn't really change much. Just that Sepultura sounds so much like Sepultura that the drums real Sepultura. Yeah, 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 real Sepultura. I don't care what anybody says. I brother, God bless Derek Green, and God bless everybody else in the band that's trying to keep it going. The real Sepultura is Max and Igor, and that's all there is to it. As soon as a Sepultura song comes on, you know Max has a distinct voice, the drums have a distinct sound, the guitars have a distinct sound. Andres Kaiser has one of the best guitar sounds ever. For sure. But, the, the, it'd be like Pantera 
trying to do something now without Dimebag Daryl. We all know that that's Don't impossible. do the fucking Zach Wilde. Yeah, please don't do the Zach Wilde thing. I love Zach. I mean, he's a hell of a guitarist, but come on, brother. Just just let it go. Let it go. If anything, play to a play to a track, like a live track. Like I, that's I'll a touchy subject. We should we'll get into that, we'll get that again later, yeah. I, I, I'll, yeah, I'm going to hold that one for the, yeah. for the table discussion later on. All right, so last... Uh, the last then? song is uh, Ramallah for All My Dead Girls, and I want Ed to go last on this. So okay, Ray, go ahead. I'm not going to say a word. On this, I want to say that I don't think I've ever disliked a Ramallah song in my life. And I got to say that this had a strong suicidal tendencies, like meets blood for blood vibe. Like it had both of them going in it. I think the production was good. I think that the music was solid and the point that he was trying to get across was pretty much proven in the song. I mean, if he was trying to get it across, he did it well. Good call. Alright, so as a caveat to what I'm about to say, I had no idea the the story behind the song until Ed told me later, which he's going to say yeah, after I'll, I say I'll what I'm about to say. Yeah. Um, but to me, all the lyrics, I couldn't really make everything out, so I just heard Good a lot stuff, of... Yeah. It sounded like shock for the sake of shock. So what I wrote down was, I would expect to hear this at the gathering of the Juggalos, and I hate the vocals. Wow. Yeah, no, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> the vocals sounded really whiny to me, but and and the subject matter sounded like, like I said, shock for the sake of shock. But after you told me the story, it kind of changed yeah, my it all mind comes a little in. bit. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. changed your mind completely. Yeah. The one issue is... Um, uh, if, if it's cool if I cut in on this because I no, can't this song yeah. this, this song means a lot to me so I'm a huge fan of Blood for Blood and White Dress Rob and Ramallah and uh, Sinners and Saints and literally everything the man touches uh, you guys will catch on to this too when I when I sink my teeth into a band or anything musical I really sink my teeth into that one thing what I think you guys are really good at is you guys can typically hear a song or an album remember the one or two songs that you like from it and move on I can't do that when I find one or two songs I like I really sink my teeth into that album and then I stick with it for a while. And if I find a couple things that sound like it, I'm good. All that being said, which will come back later on in the, uh, into the discussion, and I, I know this will come back full circle, um, Blood for Blood meant a lot to me growing up. It really hit me hard. I come from the East Coast. We all do, obviously. Um, from my past, that the band just really does something to me. So I follow White Trash Rob and his podcast, in, in his, or sorry, Nodcast is what he calls it because he calls himself Rob from, uh, from Nod. And uh, he's got, if you've never listened to it, look it up. Um, phenomenal on YouTube. Some of the best stories you'll ever hear. He's a great storyteller. He's one of the best um, literary people I've ever listened to. And you don't expect it because he's got a really thick Boston accent. And he's rough around the edges. And he's a really nice guy in person. So don't let the uh, rough exterior fool you. But, uh, yeah, man, that song he put out, it took him a while to put it out. I follow his career big time. And Ramallah came back about a year or two ago with a couple things. He's, it's self-produced. The band put it out. It's on Bandcamp to find it. So the the production's a little rough, and I really wish there was a better production of it. If do. you don't follow Blood for Blood or Ramallah, yeah. which I don't know if you do, Steve. No. So, yeah, coming from a complete new perspective of it, I suspect somebody not to have... Yeah, you don't know. Well, you don't know his background, yeah, so it's a little bit. You tough. don't know the background, it, it so it is hard so to if, understand. If, if you know, if you know White Trash Rob or even Blood for Blood or Ramallah, like that's his thing like yeah he, he can he, he's a storyteller so his songs are stories right most of them um and that song really truly is a personal story to him and it's it's a you have to i don't want to ruin the story because i almost I feel i almost feel like my cover tonight should have been day in the life 
but no, it's for another night. Yeah, the Ramallah song. We'll, we'll yeah. play that. Yeah. We'll bring that. He, they, he does a really yeah. good cover of the Beatles. He does but a really good Smith way. cover. Uh, I think you should tell the story because I don't think a lot of people are going to go look up the lyrics. All right, cool. No, so, yeah. so I'll, I'll just I'll I'll, yeah. I'll paraphrase the story because I don't want to ruin it. And if by somehow he ever actually listens to this, I don't want him to to hit me over the head. With it a doesn't sock matter. It doesn't matter. Let him listen to it. No, 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 I don't want him to hit me over the head with a sock with a knee because that's what that's his move back in the day. So I don't I don't need that to happen. But yeah, much respect to him. So he I think he knows that I'm going to do the story justice so I'm going to wrap it up because I don't want to take too much time in this portion of it because I want to get to everybody else's songs story goes like this he was an ex um, junkie which means a lot to me for personal reasons we'll get into that in later episodes also um, but he had some issues with drugs he went to buy those drugs there was a girl there that didn't have money for them um, and he uh, she was waiting in line from what the story goes to service the gentleman that were selling the drugs and uh, she was kind of crying and upset, and she didn't really want to do it, obviously. I don't think anybody would ever want to do that. And he saw that, and um, he had a little bit extra, I believe is how the story goes, and he gave it to her to try to save her from that disgrace, right? So, uh, I don't know the whole timeline, again, it's not my story. I'm paraphrasing a lot of it, and I'm kind of retelling it in a shortened version of it, but Long story short, I guess she passed away not too long after that. He found out. It really hit him hard because I think in his head, and I've been in similar situations bringing people back from overdoses and stuff, um, what was the point of saving them? Or whatever. Whatever have you. I think it really just messed with them psychologically-wise. So he wrote the song about it, put it out there, and if you actually listen to all the lyrics, and that's a song that you need a couple pass-throughs. It's not a good just one-off song, and hence where you came up with the thing. But yeah. then once you heard the story, I could see it in your eyes. Yeah, I, yeah. I know that changed your perspective. Yeah. Because it's a personal story, 100%. Um, the 100% is me telling Ray you can have it with you. So, <laughs> so that's, again, part of this whole thing. I really like the uh, organicness of, of the way we're talking right now. Yeah. So uh, it's a very cool personal story. It's a, it's a journey of a song. And uh, I really hope, as much as I like the rawness of that song, the way it was produced, I wish and I hope they can do it in a better production-wise, because I think you get the story better. Yeah, it's not the kind of song that does well with shitty production like I generally like. Right, which is kind of odd. Right. And I, I kind of, again, on my way here, I had an entirely different fifth song to play. I switched it on my way here because I'm a lunatic and my brain never stops and it, I thought about the lyrics on the way here because of the sunset and everything else and that doesn't matter nobody's going to care about that but that's that's the way my brain works Yeah. and I, I erased it on my way here I did not text and drive I avoid vocal <laughs> and drove or whatever the way you want to put it yep. uh, but uh, not I text, hands free I text and drove I don't give a shit I'm a rebel so, <laughs> so, uh, yeah so um, just a really cool song and I really encourage everybody to check it out uh, for all you dead girls Turns out it is on Spotify now. I haven't listened to the quality on that, so maybe that's better. Um, I own it uh, via Bandcamp. I bought it the day it came out. I'm a, again huge supporter of his, so uh, I have his. He does uh, blood art. Literally, he takes his blood and draws pictures with it. That's cool. Very very cool. I have one signed by him. Very very cool stuff. He does a lot of really cool things like that. But anyways, so Ray is peeing at the moment. So we talked about that, and I appreciate you letting me kind of spill that. So yeah. hopefully people take that to heart and kind of go into that, because it's a cool story. Um, right. Now that <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this back and hear all that. <laughs> I hope you hear I hope you do. Uh, I hope you yeah, do, yeah. uh, No, that's the best part. I think it's organic. Uh, yeah. we're, we're at Uncle Dobby's Lair right now, which is, uh, i.e., Ray's house. We're going to go back and forth. Sometimes when we go to my house, sometimes when we come here, so who knows, maybe we'll go to the beach and hold hands and sing Kumbaya. But... 
Um, uh, Steve, take the helm. Where do you want to go next? Uh, I just wanted to mention, you mentioned uh, Spotify, and as we release these podcasts, we're going to put a playlist together of all these songs and uh, put it out there so you can hear it. Yep. And uh, I, you also mentioned Bandcamp, which, by the way, if you like metal and you're not on Bandcamp, you're a fucking asshole because everything's on there. Everything's on there, and it's it's <coughs> incredible because you can find anything really support cool. Support your tracks. local music. Yes, support everything that you can. And not just stuff you know. You can go on there and search, and you'll find tons of new shit. So definitely visit Bandcamp. Also, SoundCloud, too. SoundCloud is another yes. good, good thing. I mean, because YouTube's there, but YouTube crunches the sound quality of a lot of things, so right. it's not that good. So typically try to find something on either SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, or um, Bandcamp because that's where you can support your artists and pay the dollar for the song or the album or what the hell ever. Oh, yeah, a lot, you'll find a lot of stuff free to download or you'll find a lot of stuff where you can pay whatever you want. You shameless plug. You have a few songs on one of I those. I have songs. lots of songs. Right, you got lots of songs. Yeah, yeah. So that's a shameless plug yeah, for my got, boy here. Yeah, and I don't... I'll, maybe I'll drop a link in when we put the podcast up. But I'm, I'm not. I can't wait till the episode where we go over a couple of your tracks because hey, we're gonna. I think oh, that'd be awesome. I think this should be an episode where we watch a couple of my recent matches. Again, I'm a uh, wrestler yeah. on the side. I'm, I wouldn't call myself an indie wrestler. I call myself a shimmy wrestler, which would be a shitty indie wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> and I stole that from another podcast, dropping them a plug too. Uh, kicking ass with Jesse and Andy, awesome podcast. Hopefully they kick us one back. They're never gonna hear this. That's okay. It's a joke from theirs, mm-hmm. but. My boy here, uh, Steve, does have a couple good songs. I've seen him perform live a long time ago. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we'll get into all that eventually, yeah, too. Yeah, sure. And then when the time comes, whether it's a wrestling match or whether it's uh, my music, if it sucks, just say it sucks. It's, it's cool. okay. I love about that it. shit. We can laugh. Please. Who want to be Slip into my DMs and tell me how bad I suck. I love forward. that. Everybody needs to be straightforward with each other. The world needs to accept criticism a little better. Oh, God. Which is a sort of... This is where this podcast is really going to go. So we're going to keep it cool for a little while. Listen. And talk about music and how much we like... Dude, this shit's going to go off the rails eventually. We're going to have a good time. You're not getting a trophy tonight, Ed. That's all I'm saying. I don't want a goddamn trophy. And you're (laughs) not going to get one either, buddy. If any trophy you're going to get, it'll probably get you socked in the eye. I want a fucking trophy. (laughs) Uh, Ray is next. His, uh... Here we go. Let's go. Let me take 20 minutes to get out my notes on Ray's music. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more organized that, so I'm ready. First song was, uh, I think it's pronounced Tiaga Woods, is that right? I believe so, and, uh, I believe so. Tiger Woods, T-A-I-G-A Woods. Yeah. Yes, not Tiger Woods, like the no, guy. Exactly. No, no, no. Not like the wrestler. Clearly a spin-off of the fucking dude's name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead. Uh, Ray, what are your thoughts about the song? Oh, the song was called Epic, by the way. Believe it or not, oh, I actually yeah. believe the song is epic. Um, the guitar riff might be a little monotonous at times, but the build up towards the end where it has kind of like that Pink Floyd kind of esque background breakdown, uh, it's worth the build up to me. I think the band is very powerful coming out of Norway. A lot of music out of Norway blows the fucking shit off the fucking roof of my head. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's, so here's what's funny about that. So I'm going to chime in here on, on this because that was Ray's pick on it. Yeah. Um, I Here are my, my quick notes on it. So we all took notes on these songs. Let me hear your thoughts. My quick notes on it. Immediate thoughts were Stoner Rock, good opening riff, vocals are spacey and tight. That's my lingo for it. Something gotcha. that I like, right? Gotcha. Uh, pretty standard rock riffing, uh, but again, solid. Uh, good middle solo section, great... Uh, great bass work which I did think it was great it was a very good cool rock song I feel uh, that on the bass hard rock you know um, into a very mellow floaty part is how I put it Uh, and which means it kind of transitioned into like um, 
you'll hear me say floaty parts sometimes. Cloudy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm somebody that, like, I'll go and hang out at a beach and watch the sunset and just put on a cool... Like, Deftones Diamond Eyes is yeah. one of the best songs, albums. Same that. thing. It's, you get it. So I think we're all going to have that. So a floaty song to me, if I say floaty, that's a good thing. I really like that. I, I, it takes me into, into another place that I don't want to be in currently. So that's a good thing for me. Um, I like the song a lot. Would I have ever in my life thought of looking up a band called Tiger Woods or Tiger Woods or yeah. whatever the hell you pronounce that? I'm sure we're all. That's what this podcast is about, though. Experiencing new music. Yeah, yeah. Bad grammar. That's exactly yeah. what we're about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we're butchering the name. We're, we're butchering right. the name pretty good. Yeah. Steve, what did you think about that song? Uh, before I get to that, I wanted to know. You said you found this uh, recently on Spotify, right? And it's correct. It was new. Correct. Did you listen to anything else from them? Yes. Uh, well, I believe that is the only full album that they have right now, and cool. I've actually tried to look up vinyl because I was getting it's ready a newer to band. getting us. ready to purchase. I two thousand seventeen, I believe. Yeah, the album. newer. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, um, dude, two thousand eight is newer to me. Did like, you like the rest of the album as much as you like? I that did. Song? I actually loved the whole album. I just had to pick that one song as because it had parts in it that I really wanted to express to get people's opinions on. Nice. So. Yeah, I really liked it. I liked the intro, um, and uh, the vocals took a little bit getting used to. Yeah, um, had some really cool riffs in there. They were they were standard riffs, but they were really tight and solid. Yeah. Um, there was a point in the song where I was like, "All right." Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I said, there was a little monotonous in there. Yeah, and like then you're I was waiting like, for your riff to come. Right. And then once you're really that riff that you want to hear comes, it you feeds it to you. You know. Right. I, mean? I was waiting for, and I was saying to myself. You know what this needs right now is it really needs to slow down and go into like a spacey fucking yeah. and, 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 and it, just it did. Hits, it did. Yeah. Like ten seconds after I said yeah. that. Yeah. And I was really good. I was I was I cool. was impressed. I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw in a quick little point. Most of my songs, because I'm an A D D uh child of the world, are probably gonna be somewhere around the three to four minute mark if that yeah. You guys are the ones that are the long haulers. I might fucking play a 25 minute which song. Which 100% like. I'm okay with that. So again, later on as this goes, yeah. that's going to happen. But tonight, I think you guys, I, I was tracking the minutes and most of your songs average out around the four and a half to five minute mark, which is a really yeah. solid playlist yeah. time. Mine, I think, averaged three and a half. Yeah. So, which is, which is again where I go and I'm, I'm a little bit more on the um, easier listening side of things. So, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so that... Great song, um, 100%. I'm going to look that up, and I, I honestly, uh, not just again a shameless plug, but I can't wait for us to put this uh, playlist together so we can exactly. shame it out and kind of let it all hit on random and mm-hmm. kind of have a good time with it. Um, and I think we're going to do that with every one of the playlists that we come I with. I think that with. will yeah. express yeah. a good fortune of music to everybody. Yeah, so, I, 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 it's just going to be cool to hear a different flow. <laughs> it's going to be getting hit left and right, and you never know what you're going to get next, and that's kind of cool, and that's the whole point of us getting together. Yeah, even though Ray and I kind of stray towards the underground shit, we still tr- stray towards different things in the underground. Oh, yeah. yeah. We like a lot of the same stuff, but yeah. there's also lots of stuff that he likes that I don't know. And All like over the place. Yeah. It's, yeah. What's real cool is uh, you two are like a... A true wealth of knowledge as far as music is concerned. Ray, for a long time, I dubbed the uh, human jukebox because the yeah. kid, he can hear an album or a song once and remember it and tell you how good it was, what it sounded like, name me five other bands that sounded <coughs> like it, tell you where it came from. And Steve, I'm starting to catch on. You're pretty much the same way. Uh, <coughs> yep, sorry me, for not so good. It's okay. Coughing's going to happen. I'm sure Ray's going to let other things out of his body that are going to happen too. <laughs> we haven't heard him on Zip yet, but that'll happen eventually. Don't uh, worry. Let's go to the next song, Steve. Take next song, Gruesome Fine, Nightmare Within. Very cool song. I'll start this one off, man. Uh, my initial notes were solid blackish metal, raw and mean. So what I, I took to, it kind of reminded me of Skeleton Witch. Or along that, like, that 
edgy, cool fucking straightforward punch you in the face metal. I really liked it. Uh, that might be a, the gayest thing. Sorry, not gay. Lamest thing I could ever think. Uh, but you could say gay on this podcast. Right, say whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. Gay, gay yeah. meaning like like lame or whatever. But yeah, I, my, my descriptions are all going to kind of sound similar. But like, if I like someone, I like someone. That's the yeah. way I describe it. And I might even be talking too fast. That is what it is. But uh, I went from uh, running into good vocals, clear lyric understanding. And what I mean by that is for really black metal-ish sounding vocals. You could understand them. You could understand every single word he said. And yeah. that's somewhat rare if you think about it, man. You know, you don't get that a lot with that type of music, that aggressive, um, really extreme metal. And, and again, to me, everything's just heavy metal. I, yeah. I hate genres. I hate putting labels and things. But you want to try to... Uh, for the people that are listening, explain to them what it might sound like with a you know another band that's similar, right? Uh, a reference point. So for me, good vocals, clear lyric, uh, clear lyric. There's a Rhode Island clear uh, understanding. <laughs> uh, those are my big biggest notes because I kind of got taken back by the song. I really didn't expect it to be that good because yeah. sometimes Ray comes out with some stuff that <laughs> I just I want to punch myself in the face with a hammer. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> just so everybody's clear, I do that purposely sometimes. Oh, 100%. And that's going to happen. Just to too. throw people Luckily, all tonight, we, we were all really good with each other and I don't think there's a single bad song that any of no. us put out. I think yeah. we all uh, put out something that everybody that likes heavy music can take a little bit out of. Right. Steve, what were your thoughts on that song? I actually, uh, that was one of my notes also that I appreciated that the lyrics were understandable, even though I don't necessarily care to understand yeah. what the lyrics are. To me, a lot of times, uh, vocals and heavy metal is just like another instrument. I don't really need to know what they're saying. I'm putting my hands up right now because I love this guy. I want to kiss him on the cheek right now. <laughs> to me, long time ago, quick little story. I was a pretend singer in a band in my friend's basement, right? So I, I grew up doing that. I'm a huge fan of music. Screamer, kind of singing. Um, I think a vocalist should truthfully, above and beyond anything else, should be a, another instrument. Whether it's a fourth instrument, fifth instrument, whatever, it should just be part of the song. Granted, if they're cool lyrics, that's awesome, and that can tell a story too, hence the Ramallah song I picked tonight. But the vocals on this song were another factor in the song. And I think that's what jumped out of both of us. So I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, that's, that's, no, that's I wanted to exactly add right. And uh, when you do have understandable lyrics, or, or even if they're not understandable lyrics and you sit down and read the lyrics, they can kind of bring the song to element. another level. Yeah, it's a whole other element. Right, it's yeah. a whole other element. Yep. Um, otherwise, I thought it was kind of... I know Gruesome Find. I like Gruesome Find. I thought it was kind of run-of-the-mill uh, black slash death metal. Now, can I ask yeah. you this? Was this something that you've heard? Or is this something new that I should? I might have heard it. I don't yeah. know what exactly I've heard from them, yeah. but I know I've I've heard them yeah. before. Yeah. Um, nothing really stuck out to me as good or bad. Yeah. Um, the solo. There was like a weird solo. It, it, it was a me, quick little solo. To me, crazy. to me, the, the, the lead guitar in this uh, song <laughs> has a very gypsy feel to me. It has kind of like that. Ask see that. Yeah. A very kind of like melodic, just kind of like backgroundish, just not trying to go mental. Yeah, it was. It was and a, be a little yeah, it was, it was just trying to play with your head a little bit. That's yeah, yeah. what the song so, so was just doing. I'm gonna throw you for a loop in the background. There was yeah. definitely layers to that song, and that yeah. was cool. So I'm me personally, I don't know the band at all. Yeah, um, and that's a big part of again what this is gonna finding be. finding new music. Um, yeah. I'm gonna be the guy that will probably have a lot more uh, along with the listeners be finding new stuff. Even though I think in my head I know a lot of underground stuff, I don't. I'm not even. It doesn't matter. To dude, all I don't of us, it's the same thing. What well, and we're I'm, all I intake yeah. new music. Yeah. It's which is again we'll, we'll get into that perfect. another time or even later tonight but yes. for this song I never heard the band I was impressed with it I'm happy I could do yeah. that show you something yeah. new yeah. 
And next uh, was Tribulation, Melancholia. I think you said that right. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so me, me personally, I had uh, more modern rock vibe into a black metal vocals, very surprising and a welcoming surprise. So you, before you get into more, are you yeah. familiar with them at all? Because last I, year, when I think this was the last that. album, right? Not the new one? This is not the new one. They so have a newer album. So it's Children of the Night. Yes. 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 There was a pretty big album made a lot of noise. So yes. I wasn't sure if you heard it or not. Your brother, no. I'm, I'm, I'm clear-headed on this one. I yes. have no idea. So, again, for me... An amazing like fresh, black metal band, in my mind. Um, well, the way it starts out, uh, I have the, I want to listen to it again, but the way it started out from what I have notes-wise, and I definitely remember the song, Yes, it, I didn't expect the vocals to kick in the way they did. I really didn't. I thought it was going to be more like the Tiger Woods song, yeah. Tiger Woods, whatever the fuck yeah, you know what I'm yeah. I, I really thought it was going to be, because I thought you were going to kind of go like in every other thing, and when the vocals kicked in, I, I did not expect them. And I, it was a welcoming surprise. It was like, oh, oh hey, you threw yeah. me a little tickle there. You know, like I wasn't really, wasn't really expecting that. Um, so for me, that was really cool. From there, I went to uh, instantly notes. I went to. I like this a lot due to the diversity of the sound. So in other words, I like because the whole time the guy's singing with his black metal sounding growl um, behind him is a cool rock vibe. Yeah. Like, you don't see that together very often. Not the, not as much as they did it. So if the rest of the music stuff like that, me personally, I'm in. I'm going to 100% yep. jump into it. They're I, definitely I a band you should fully blow yourself into. I, I, I know I'm going to sing band into a little bit better. Great band. What you take on that? Uh, I love the song. Uh, I know the album well. I own it on vinyl. Um, Son of a bitch. Amazing. Before yeah. before this album, they put out uh, like an old school death metal album, which everyone lost their shit over. And then when they did this, everyone was kind of like, uh, they're selling out a little bit. It's kind of got that little bit of goth vibe and a little bit of the black metal, a little bit of death metal. So the the real hardcore people were like, oh, what the fuck is this? this See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's actually cool to hear. Yeah, I, I love uh, it. Be, believe it or not, that album is the first album I ever got introduced to him by. So I heard that, and it was just like a mindgasm of music to me. Like, I just couldn't take enough of it. You should check out the old stuff, too. So I want to hear more. So you're really into thinking mindgasms. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to... Have you heard it. the new one yet? I have. Uh, I and have it's it. actually pretty good. It's more along the less of this album that you're hearing right now. It's got like cool. a very melodic sound to it. I've been looking forward to looking more of it. I'd really like to hear it on vinyl. So now yeah. we're where yeah, we do some more vinyl spinning. I, yeah. I would truthfully like to hear that album. Yeah. That'd yeah. be very cool. Alright, the next song, In Solitude. Uh, I didn't catch the name of the song. Death Knows Where is Death what knows I got. Where. Right yeah. Uh me personally, my uh, very short and sweet notes on this one, because if there's one thing Ray knows, again, we've been friends for over twenty something years now, he knows what I like in a in a song. And he, he has a good ear for that. And I'm going to short and sweet uh, note-wise, I have immediately up my alley, sonically like Beast Milk slash Grave Pleasures. Very, like, yeah. it, it, if you would not If you would not let I me see, see the name of the band, I would have swore to God this was an album I didn't hear. Yeah. It was exactly what I like. I really, really, really like, again, the atmospheric tone. I love Beast Milk slash Grave Pleasures, which is the same band. Or, uh, um... I don't have anything like that. I, I'm a big fan of that kind of like 70-ish, almost Bowie. Uh, even though I'm not a big fan of Bowie, I like that uh, take you on a ride kind of music. And that something about this band 
like you hook me. I'm 100. I know I'm gonna fall in love with whatever else they have because that is band. that yeah. hit me right in the face. And I don't need to give a million notes on that because again, once I say Beast Milk, Great Pleasures, uh, you're gonna look those two bands up or same band or whatever and go, oh yeah, I get it because that they, they just there's a sound there that just something about it really hits me. It's a, it's a cool. Uh, again, I'm gonna go back into it. Spacey, trippy, like going on. A I ride think the vocals sound. play a lot. With the vocals sound a lot like they the have great a yeah. very strong uh, sound just to come across. Yeah, very cool music. Very very cool rock and roll. Not heavy. Uh, I mean, heavy depending on what you're into, but not like black metal. Like you're gonna turn it on and piss off your church kind of thing, which I don't even you know. Yeah, they kind of have a similar story as I mentioned about tribulation. They have. Um, they have a couple albums previous to the I one. I think they sound on. very similar, personally. Tribulation and then yes, Solitude. they do. They I think do. they sound very similar. Oh, musically wise, the reason yeah. I chose yeah, yeah, those tracks and I backed them back to back yeah. is because both of those songs <coughs> sonically are very similar. Like vocally, but the vocals yeah. are one hundred percent different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in Solitude before this album. Uh, sounded more like Merciful Fate. The the vocals were the same, but wow. the music sounded like Merciful Fate oh, yeah. or King Diamond. Yeah, yeah. And then they broke in with this. This is a little gothy tones to it, just yeah. like um, uh, the, the, uh, the Cure, Great Pleasure, yeah, yeah, Rope they have, Sect, which I yeah, Rope Sect, Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Yeah, which I I, I hope we get into that eventually too. That that's a great band too. And yeah, I I, I actually wrote down this is um, it's in solitude mixed with um, tribulation yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, your cover was Grave Worm, Music by Religion. Yes. Oh, my God. This is God. an interesting one. Uh, yeah, so, so let me just... <laughs> I, I just want to hear everybody's All right, so when we threw out the idea of a cover, I knew what was going to happen. I knew that Ray was going to go off the rails. I wanted to go off the, the rails. I knew I this did. was going to happen. So <laughs> for me, I had no idea what to expect. I have only heard of uh, one or two Grave Worm, Worm songs in my life. I yes. really didn't know much about him, so I wasn't, wasn't, no one, I wasn't expecting what was going to happen. Believe it or not, I'm so, just going to say... Go ahead. I can't wait. That album... <laughs> That album that comes off of is Entopia, or whatever, however you want to pronounce it, is a great album. But go on, that's just the one cover on that album. Before right. you go on, I just wanted to Please. ask if I don't know if I'm wrong or not, but isn't Grave Worm they're like black death metal, right? Correct. Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of goth too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, sure. goth too. So, from <laughs> I write down, you know, Grave Worm, uh, losing my religion cover. We all know with the song, I would imagine by this point in all of our story lives I write down starts off solid and different and takes a total left turn <laughs> it's now a way different evening ha ha <laughs> but <laughs> it, uh, it's very uh, well, sorry now I just lost because <laughs> it threw me dude I didn't expect it at all it sounds like the song is going to be a pretty decent cover of <laughs> and then uh, can I add one thing before you go on <laughs> All I want to say Dude, it is it's a hard to listen to cover, oh. and I did it specifically I, I for that one reason. But what I wanted it's to do—it's losing my religion for the first thirty seconds, and then it yes. turns into not. And then, it's, and then it's very hard to listen to. Oh, it's it's yeah. way different. It's a whole different. Name. But listen, I did that purposely. But go on with your review. Uh, the, the, all I all I have after that because I put haha because I knew I was gonna laugh after I read that to myself. Yes. I put uh, but I like it very demonic. Because yes, it is heavy. There's nothing else to say. It's heavy as fuck. That's all I gotta say. It is heavy, but go on. Yeah, it's heavy. Yeah. Uh, first of all, it's better than anything REM ever did in their Correct. entire career. <laughs> I have I, to give I'm you a, a high five on that. 
if there was shake. one band I could fucking wipe off the face of it's the earth, it's REM. After if they did something better than they could do, after you two. You Correct. two and then REM. What I'm right sure. there with you two. I'm, I'm a sucker for Michael Stipe once in a while. Well, that's, that's REM. Or yeah, 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 that's, that's REM. I agree with you 100%. Sure. I don't, I don't, I don't hate them. I, I think it's funny that you just said that. I 100 get where you're coming from with that. You two still takes uh, my, my top spot because I, dude, I oh, yeah. just can't do it. You two and yeah. REM. I, I see your, I see your, uh, I see your, um, your guidelines there. So Somebody had to throw yeah, yeah, yeah. a socket in the wrench. Yeah, I didn't think it was bad until that first transition. That was fucking ridiculous. With the keys and then dude, it was. none of us. And I'm sure you know Ray Worm a little bit better than I do. And, a little bit. And I think both me and Steve's eyes popped wide open. <laughs> and as soon as that happened, Steve grabbed his phone and changed his cover at the end. Yeah. yeah. Because he went, all right, if we're playing that game, because by the way. <laughs> Ray started this whole uh, uh, playlist battle off tonight. Then it went Steve. Then it went me. I went last tonight. Yeah. So knowing, and I'm glad I did because I knew mine was going to be a little more tame because I'm going to be able to cover thing. I'm glad Steve did it because that was his. I can't wait to get to his because that was equally as ridiculous <laughs> and that made me laugh just as hard. Uh, but I'm, I'm done with the grave worm thing. I thought to add to that one. Go for it. Put it this way, like I said, towards the end of that. I wasn't playing that to be my favorite song. I was just playing that to be the cover of the night. Yeah, and I, so, I gotta say, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known it was losing my religion unless you told me. I wanted to play that because it was pretty. If you acid, played the yeah. first thirty seconds to me, one hundred percent, I would have named it off the top of my head. Not yeah, because the same notes. Yeah, it's just a different melody, you yeah. know. Yeah. But I thought when I heard you, whatever, fuck, is you when it gets really fucking like, yeah. what the fuck? Oh, the, 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 the only, I think the only. There's a lot of covers that are like that. I'm sure we're gonna find more because I would. I yeah. I'm hoping that we eventually do an all covers episode. I think that'd be really cool. Uh, but and I'll, I'll throw some. I'll throw some left field shit at, at you too. But yeah, that really threw me for a little bit. I, I'm I'm just gonna end that one there because that. <laughs> Steve, right. it's up to your pick. So this is pretty much gonna be driven by me and Ray. But I, I still want you to name them off. Yeah, I'd like next to go. Uh, was my list. First track played was Mortiferum, Vitiated Mortality. You taking another piss? I am, but no, I'm gonna. I'll speak. Oh yeah, wait, wait, hang around for this one before you piss. You can hold it for a second, right? Mm-hmm. You're yeah, fucking three year old. I am Jesus a three year old. They got a small bladder. Everybody, just so you just can piss hear. your pants. Let <laughs> it happen. I will not. Pissing your pants is cool these days. Ain't you ever seen Billy Madison? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyways, all right. So uh, yeah, back to Steve's pick. Mort uh, Mortiferium. Yeah. Ferium. Mortiferium. Mortiferium. Uh, I can't even fucking pronounce the mortality thing. Vitated mortality? Vitiated, I think. I don't know. I I'm not good. I have no idea what it means, you. how to say it, anything. Here's what I do know. I did like it a lot. Starts off very doomy, kicks in about 45 seconds or so with a very good, as I put it, crowbar type riff. Sludgy, doomy, real in your face, real raw-ish as far as like riff-wise. I, I liked it a lot. Definitely hit me. Uh, then from there, it goes, uh, I, I put, then almost sounds like Old Morbid Angel. I like it, very dirty sounding in a good way. It definitely sounds like your classic death metal, black metal, like it sounds like somebody recorded it in a basement with one microphone in the room. But um, quality was good enough to the point where you can get what they were doing with it. And I really did, like the vocals sounded like Old Morbid Angel to me. The irony in the fact. Really cool old, almost like uh, Soylent Green or like that kind of like, sludgy fucking raw rip. The irony in the fact that you say it sounds like Old Morbid Angel and I say the same thing. We are both like mentally having these same thoughts. It's right there. And like when you say crowbar when you say crowbar (laughs) I think more Satyricon. 
Oh yeah, no, I like, get that. I too. get yeah. that kind of like slow driven like riff. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't very. It wasn't super crowbar. That was the first no, album I hit sludge wise. No, but yeah. where, where you say crowbar and I say satiricon, they're both slow type yeah, of bands, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I, I is kind of cool. Thing. Yeah. And that's I think that we both kind of had an ear for that style yeah, of like, like you know with the slow down. Of the I music. like it a lot. Uh, it's very heavy. Oh yeah. Uh, the fucking guitar work on it was phenomenal. phenomenal. It's just I like that basement kind of underground sound, and yeah. you don't hear that too much. I, I'm the guy that goes, I wish it was a tad bit more polished, just so I could hear what's going on better. Polished isn't always I, better. But though. no, no. But on this track, yes. on this yes. band, I'm again another band. I'm going to sing my teeth into a little bit better. I I think it worked. Definitely a band to check out. I think out. it. I think it gave them the edge that they needed. You know what I mean? Like I, well, I, thought, I thought it was cool. Man. As far as the production goes, this is that this this came out last year and it's actually a demo. They haven't put out it like a real album. Really? Yet. Yeah. So that, that even explains better. And I, right. dude, I'll tell you what, that's a hell of a high quality demo. If that's the case. That uh, you mentioned the like the forty five second walk where it really kicks in. Yeah. If I'm listening to that by myself in the car or something, forget it. I'm fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, ass, you're, you're, you're fucking. You were in a fucking. Uh, put, Kill somebody. Yeah, right. Stop right. a hole in whatever the fuck you want to put. Stop a mud hole up in them. Well, we can throw out some wrestling terms now at that point. That's true. Now that Ray's taking a piss, and if you, I'm hoping that you can pick up his piss. Ready? If you, oh yeah, little little feedback. Right. Turn your stereo way up in that part. Oh, if you're actually still with us at this point, we're really not that far. In forty minutes or so. Not bad. Dude, not for nothing. I'm gonna listen to this a hundred times over. I think <laughs> I think this is fucking funny so yeah. far. So been good. Um. I w- we have to pause it for a second as far as what we're going to do with the next song because I really want to hear Ray's take on where we go from here. So the next one is the Tomb Mold, right? Yeah, Tomb Mold, uh, Abyss Walker. Abyss Walker, yeah. Um, again, not a single slacking pick. Ray, you want to throw me another beer actually too? Right? Gotcha. Not a single slacking uh, riff or a song in this entire playlist episode, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Um, Steve comes hard, man. The, the dude, well... <laughs> That's what, but, yeah, that's what the ladies are saying, right? Uh, no, but Steve knows what's going to get us all going. And, uh, brother, I give you a high five on this one. My notes to the T. So, Tomb Walker, Abyss, uh, Tomb Mold, Abyss Walker, sorry. Immediately comes in hard. And what I mean by hard, that's a Jamie Johnson reference from his, uh, from his podcast. He came in real hard on that one. He came in real hard. Uh, very heavy, very deft, very good. Great middle breakdown section into a cool solo. That's all I wrote on that one because I was really sinking that song in. That song, a lot of changes in that song. Very cool changes in that song. This is a another a brand new band. They had a demo in 2017 and they just put out this album this year. It was their first album. That's so cool. they, they, they're real good. They, they, um, for a death metal band, they know really know how to write a song. Yeah. Like, the songs are memorable instantly. Yeah, a yeah. lot of death metal you hear, and it's like, oh, okay, this is good. Yeah, so it's it's paint by numbers. Right, you know? right, paint by numbers. It really not is. paint by numbers at all. Very that memorable. fucking song, not paint by numbers. That that song threw me for a loop. Uh, it was it was cool. And man. I'm willing to bet they're kids, so they got a long way to go still. Yeah, yeah. I like the fact that they had like that chug sound. You know what I mean? Like throughout the whole thing, and then it goes into like fucking straight Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, yeah. Towards like the middle of the end, and then it gets into like stoner rock. Like yeah, they really, the they really, really mixed it very well. Like well from band. like death yeah. metal to like stoner rock. Like it was like a fucking, it was like a hiccup. Like straight into that. Like it was a shock. It it really hit me. Yeah, you know? very cool song, man. Very very good song to bring to what we do tonight because it, it opened my eyes for sure. And if that's a newer band, 
Yeah. Thanks. I honestly, when you said Tumult, I thought that was going to be a band like that was for, like from 2000. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, name-wise, that's what I, yeah. name wise, that's what like I catch. They'd be like a doom death yeah. band or something like, like that. You know, I've heard of bands with two in it before. Yeah. I, I, I can name probably like five or ten of them, yeah, you know? Yeah. But it's crazy, you know, some shit. So, I, I can't wait. This is the one I've been really waiting to talk about. <laughs> I don't even know the whole name of the song, but go ahead, name it's, it. It's uh, the band's Magic Circle, and it's got like two names. It's Magic Circle slash Cloven in Two. Which is the I name think of the song. I think it makes sense because... It almost sounds like two different songs. It does. It definitely does. Uh, right off the rip, I've been dying to hear the, talk about this one because this is really where I love the sound of what we're going to start bringing to uh, the masses or the two or three people that listen to it. Um, starts off very 70s, Sabbath y. <laughs> Dude, you want to read my notes? No, no, no. Word no, no, no. You want to read no, my notes? Verbatim. Verbatim. Verbatim, dude. Look at my fucking notes. It's the same very shit. 70s, Sabbathy. I like it a lot. Like, exclamation point. Dude. Vocals are very old school Ozzy, Dio, uh, etc. Like, you can pick a million singers. Uh, Ian Gillen. You can pick anybody you want from that era. It, it, this dude, whatever the hell his name is, it, is uh, a mix between everything you can possibly throw in there and, and perfect. Perfect for the music that's he's singing for. Or yeah. that he's singing for. Uh, solid guitar work, nice tempo, very cool middle break section, awesome crunchy riff, and solid solo. This song, another one, just all over the map in a good way. Like, it, it really, dude, it, it, it hit me to the core where. It's everything I like in a cool rock song, hard rock song. You know, I'm a huge Sabbath mark. Um, I'm a huge uh, Stone Rock fan. Anything Ray has ever shown me, anything Steve's brought to the table, part with that too. I love that stuff, man. It's, it's just pure music to me. And this shit is, dude. It sounds like it's from the '70s. And I even asked you while I was playing. Yeah. I said, dude, when you know, was this an old one that you threw on this? And I think it's recent. You said it's right? within the last four years or so. Blew my mind. Like I've heard them before. I haven't dove into their whole collection like I maybe you know like you come across a lot of stuff on Spotify right. you hear stuff uh, in between but that was a good song sonically so everything you want go ahead I mean the I was gonna say uh, they're actually from Mass really yeah yeah from Mass they I'm, play I'm, here all the time I'm pissed that I don't know about them cause I was gonna say it went from like a slash like Black Sabbath towards the end the guitarists were kind of reminded me more of Deep Purple yeah like they kind of had like a mixture yeah. of uh, 70s that. stuff going into that and actually another local tie-in uh, the label that released this is Armageddon the oh, wow. shopping product awesome. so they released nice. this yep. um, the guy the singer's name is Brandon Radigan and he plays in plays in hardcore bands and does hardcore lyrics he plays in punk bands and done punk cool. he did, plays in black metal bl- bands and does black metal fucking vocals cool. very cool you can fucking do it all. They're awesome. This just proves right here that I need. I think we all need to get a little bit more uh, in tune with our roots, which means like Providence is a hotbed for good music, man. There's a lot of good metal. There's a lot of really good metal, a lot of good rock and roll, and it's still going. There's a really thriving scene here, and uh, I don't just mean like one scene. What I mean like the music scene. Yeah. It, we have a really cool arts district in Providence. The city's come up a long way. Um, Come in. I'm gonna shameless plug my buddies out in uh, Baga the Infidel. You like good raw black. Get Chris metal. on here sometime. I'm gonna get Chris on get here. Chris on get Chris on Mike on here. Yeah. Um, it, it, man, there's just some great, 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 great music 
in our hometown, in our what well, we're. I'd like to get a lot of people's opinions. Yeah, it, it, it'd be great, man. It'd be cool to get those guys out here because those guys will throw out stuff that we we're not even thinking of. You know. Right. Um, yeah, so shout out to those guys. Dude, if that's a local band that plays around here, 100%, uh, next time they come, we just need to do like... Uh, I definitely go see it. Live, for sure. Yeah. That's going to be They're awesome. awesome live too. Yeah. Oh, so you've seen them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, you better. Yeah, yeah that, see, I can't wait till that's where we start going. That'll yeah. probably be where we go later on or the next time, whatever, but live music is a... That's going to... We're going to go off the rails hard with yeah, live, yeah. live bands and live shit that we've seen because yeah. all three of us together have seen... You name the band, man. We've seen them. Um, all right, so that's that song. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> um, I, I want I picked something a little more um, on the not so old school death metal side. A little bit more fresh. Yeah. Parish, uh, Black Gold Rain. All right, this is a band. I come from. I'm a big metal core, whatever. Early two thousands guy. I like a lot of this stuff. Um, Acacia Strings, one of my favorite band bands. Rather, uh, Shadows Fall on Earth. Um, Suicide Silence, old Suicide Silence, all that stuff. You name it, man. Uh, Job for a Cowboy. I love all that stuff. And somehow, Also Parish uh, escaped my grasp on the, on the music scene. There's a lot of bands that have. Because again, once I sink my teeth into one band, I, it's hard for me to stir away from that band. So somehow this band got away from me. And I'll tell you what, dude. I'm real sad that they did. Here's what I have for this one. Very solid opening. I like it a lot. Right in my wheelhouse. Solid riffing and vocals. Uh... Eddie, Eddie Hermida, I believe is his, yeah. his name. He also sings for Suicide Silence. He's never going to hear this, but I'm going to just flat out say it. He needs to stick with this, not Suicide Silence, because holy think he's shit. Doing both. I know he is, but can I personally this say this blows the fucking doors off what Suicide Silence? Suicide is. Silence is drunk, in my opinion. Now, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what everybody else's opinion. I could care less. But well, what the I just first heard, the albums are phenomenal. The first two are really, but really good. With the all per, all all the parish, yep. yeah. From what I heard. I'm not that's not something I technically look up every day yeah and I'm telling you that straight out that's not my catalog yeah from hearing it tonight I was blown away yeah it was very everything good. that I've heard from it actually impressed the shit out of me yeah. I couldn't say one bad thing about it it's not usually my thing either and I couldn't really, say anything bad about it they were one of the originators I guess of Deathcore one of the first bands one yeah. of the first yeah. bands and they kind of got Black, lost in the shuffle those yeah. guys Black Dolly Murder Suicide Silence uh, White Chapel there's a there's a litany of the bands that came out that era yeah. but this album is called uh, Awaken the Dreamers and it's they kind of abandoned a lot of the Deathcore a little bit it's more on the death metal side yeah. than it is Deathcore and it's one of my favorite albums of all time uh, I thought it was structurally put together very yeah. well now yes. I'm going to be speaking on a tune here but didn't you find out about them at one of the like a show, seen them live, and then you bought the Macho Man shirt? Or something um, that I th- no, I think I knew about. Them. I think I went specifically to see them. Okay, I don't have right. no idea how I found out about them, um, but it was with this album, and then I went back and, and listened to all that. I, I just stuff. remember seeing you with that shirt. Yeah, that Macho Man shirt macho on the man cross. Shirt. Yeah, he, Macho Man's on the on the, on on the, the cross. Like Jesus wasn't sad about it. He's fucking. <laughs> that's one of the coolest shirts. Then uh, I gave it to Gary because I didn't. I don't like. I didn't like the way it fits. But. Um, <laughs> But yeah, all their That's older shit cool. is more uh, more like deathcore, and then they have an album after this too. Which Shout is, out to uh, Gary, real quick. I'm sure he'll be on. Oh yeah, eat your food. Eat your food. That's all I have to say. Eat your food. Hashtag burger. Let's go. Yo, I'm just all right, enough said. Enough said. Enough said. Gary, we love you, brother. Yeah, I don't Freeze have much else, much else to say about that other than uh, it's one of my favorite albums. I'll probably end up bringing it over here on vinyl one day. Oh, you got that awesome. Shit, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's some good stuff. Definitely bring that shit That's up. one of those bands, especially after listening to that with you guys tonight, that's that's something I can throw on at the gym and really, yeah. really have a good time. Oh, yeah, so sure. 
Um, yeah, dude, that was a great one to, to bring to the table. So, very cool. Uh, now we're going to, uh, I believe, your cover. My cover, yes. Yeah, so I'll let you name off what it is, and then I'm just going to This is uh, my two cents. Orioth, who is a one-man bedroom black metal band. Uh, and he covered Hurt by Nine Inch Nails, uh, Johnny Cash, whoever else. Okay, well, what's very funny about that, just like me and Ray have uh, so far have been on the same page as far as writing out what we thought the band sounded like. Uh, here's what I have for a Boreoth, or Boreorth, a Boreoth, whatever the hell you want to say. Hurt, cover of a cover, so it's an Inception cover. <laughs> here's what I put. Ha 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 ha. Wow. Starts like Johnny Cash, turns into Gorgoroth, and that's kind of <laughs> or Count Grishnok or whatever. Well, one man in it. Interesting. <laughs> man in Dude, I, I want to say, shit. like you took the crown tonight of the fucking <laughs> out, of, out of like out of it that I never thought. I want to say it was an interesting take on the song. Yeah, I've, heard a lot of, I've heard a lot of covers. <laughs> i heard a lot of covers before. This definitely resonates as a strong version of the song. Come from somebody who's listening to Black Metal for a solid point of time. Like, yeah. this actually yeah. was an interesting take on it. Yeah. It's, does, it's not the same as Johnny Cash. I know that. I know that. It doesn't need to be. But the amateur is not an it did. It did a good version of it. No, it's cool to hear. I love it. a different standpoint. Dude, I love You have to hearing, look at it from, yeah, I love hearing, from yeah. everything. I love hearing anything like that. Anything yes. you can throw out there, I'm a sucker for a good cover or any cover. Because I exactly. like hearing that. And dude, like, um, I now I know why you changed yours halfway through. Oh yeah, I had to it. after hearing Ray's. I actually, what was your actually original think it's cover? Good, my original cover was "I Hate God" and it's just a Sabbath jam, like all. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been real cool. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I changed it back. for two reasons because you already had Sabbath. Oh and, yeah, oh yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, so we were all on the same page yeah. in, in some way, somehow. So that's that's pretty cool. I actually, don't mind, <laughs> I actually don't mind the song. When I originally heard this, I really liked it, but I've never gone back to it since, and that's yeah. been fucking 10 years. Put it this way, I will probably never listen to that and lose <laughs> no. my relationship oh, again for the next yeah. six years. If anything, yeah. But I did it for just the, uh, the, the, the reason to throw that song, out yeah, there. I'm going to remember that song and put on for somebody. Like, I'll throw that song on. <laughs> and be like, hey, mom, check out this sweet Johnny Cash cover. Yeah. Another cover, and then she'll listen to it, and then go, "Oh, all right," because my mom's cool. She does some else stuff. Hundred percent, she's gonna turn that right off. But it is what it is, you know. Um, so listen, that's make uh, losing my religion. Your mother's we, we fucking had a chance, alarm clock for the next ten years. We only had a chance to go through a couple. Uh, we have a fourth member that's a silent member, kind of brother Rick Fonseca. Um, he threw in a couple of picks. We only got to a couple of them because we had to cut down a little bit of time because we ended up getting into. Um, some fights and we we had some technical difficulties. Yeah, mainly we just so. wanted to see CM Punk, I guess, get his ass beat, which he did. He did, yeah, yeah. So the no two problem. songs we got to were uh, Flesh Crawl, Flesh Crawl, Under the Banner of Death, great death metal, right off the rip. Um, really, really, really like that song. Again, I'm gonna go back to reminding me a lot of old school, like Morbid Angel, Deicide, old school '90s uh, solid death death metal. Um, very, very cool song. Very cool pick for Rick. He's got a great uh, mind for music, and I really wish he was sitting here. Um, hopefully, we'll get him on to be able to talk about some of his picks with us because the dude has solid, solid opinions on a lot of stuff. So that'll be very cool. I don't know what you guys thought of that. I want to pee really quick and let you guys talk about that one. Um, Rick, I, um, 
I I liked that it was short and to the point. A lot of death metal now tends to uh, drag on a little bit too much and just put too much into a song. What I I, I, I felt the way I felt about Gruesome Fine. I felt it was just standard death metal. Nothing really stuck out to me. There was nothing bad. There was nothing great. There was nothing that made me New say standard death metal. I want to listen to this again. To me, I want to say it was honestly the vocals kind of really kind of impressed me. I want to say like that reminded me almost of like Vader. They kind of had that death metal kind of uh, like mean sound to them. Yeah. Um, even almost they kind of sound. I don't know if this is a familiar band Dismember. Yes. Same kind of vibe. Like they're yep. very kind of almost primitive sounding on the death metal bar. Um, I want to say that they. Uh, probably have a lot more to show me so a, a post that old song I wasn't familiar with them too much I knew I, I might knew have the heard the name yeah. but I never really dove deep into their catalog but that song gave me enough to say maybe I should check out a few of their al- other albums not bad yeah and um the next song we listened to was I don't know how to pronounce this is it is it Kios? Caius 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 would Rise. be the pronounce in my personal opinion Rith, 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 I'm not yes. sure exactly how you say it, but... Um, I've always been a fan of them. I think that um, it's a band that you kind of have to grow on. It's not something that you can just listen to the first time and kind of maybe just be like, this is, like, my band. It's something that you have to hear maybe after a few drinks or whatever, you know, you're chilling. It's more, personally, it's stoner music. Yeah. You know? Um, it's right up my alley. I think they're very talented, but you have to be, like I said acquainted with that genre to really take on what you're listening to. I yeah. was I was I'm gonna chime in here chime as in. I'm walking by chime so you guys in. can hear my voice kind of float over everybody's uh, I only took a couple notes on that because I, I actually really got into the song so anytime I get into a song like that sounds similar to things that I've heard before I like that uh, the soul like you were saying it's like a that. very 90s feel yeah um, super 90s feel it's a very 90s feel very cool though not, not even the not, production sounded 90s yes. not, not a bad way at all not, like the good half of the 90s like the, the half that like yeah. you don't feel bad about telling your kids my kid is 18 so or almost 18 so I can say that uh, anyways um, what I had written down for that song was good straight up hard rock smooth kind of 90s slick song what I mean by slick song is um like Bush, Sixteen Stone, the whole album is a very slick album. Like, you, it just kind of it slides in, and you go, "No, all right, yeah, I like that one." You know, like like I was you telling don't need Steve, to go too in, de- in depth with it. Caius is a cool band. Caius is a band that you really need to give multiple listens to. I, I need to, to. fully that's appreciate. Been, to fully to appreciate. Somehow, let them slip through my mind, my grasp. Too, yeah, they, that's again in what I really like. I really gravitate towards um, that rock and roll sound. So. Very cool band. Yeah, they're, they're a very good band. In my they're opinion. a band I've let slip through too because I yeah. like. They, I guess they're very influential in the style. Of, style I'm a of huge life. fan. We can get into that further down the line, but I know we got a lot of shit to cover. But like, I want to say that <laughs> they've been an impressive band throughout the catalog of music. So I appreciate Rick's, you know, joy of Caius well, and he, everything. Yeah, everything that dude brings to the table. As far as uh, we've actually clashed heads on music multiple times. Yeah, like but it's, it's always in a good, good way. He's yeah. got a lot of really good opinions on it. That's why, again, he was the fourth person to throw. Yes, it. whether yes. he's a silent partner or whether he's. I a think between partner, the four of us, matter. we have uh, um, unstoppable amount of music oh, oh, to bring yeah, to the yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. and like we, we all really, really like similar things, and yes. we all hate similar things. Yeah. Um, 
we also might not like each other's picks. So, like, that's what's really going to be fun is tonight, somehow, we managed to put out a bunch of picks that we all seem to like. I was right? actually surprised. I didn't like the Ramallah song. I was actually the, surprised after, to, after, um, to have everybody. I knew that was going to be my one polarizing song. After I knew the story, I, yeah. I didn't necessarily yeah. like it, but I understood where it was yeah. coming from. Well, yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and again, I think if I think that's the song for you. That if you gave that a second listen and dove into uh, maybe on headphones mm-hmm. or um, in your car stereo or something, where because for whatever reason, because we listen to this tonight, we all listen to it through Ray's stereo. Ray's got an old school cabinet stereo. God knows when it was built. It says Kenwood on the top. Um, it's the truest way to listen to music, in my opinion, because it's the way you should listen to music. And is when we get into vinyl nights, that's the best way because you're Jesus Christ. When when was your turntable built in the seventies or something? I believe it was probably like eighties, oh, early eighties, very old, early eighties. Um, yeah. So it, the music comes out of the system very clear. The one thing is b- because of the production, it's a little bass heavy, mm-hmm. so you do lose some of the vocals on the Ramallah song. Um, I think if you dove into it, I think you'd appreciate the layers and the levels of that song a little bit more. I don't know if it'll ever be your thing, and I'm sure I'll throw out better Ramallah songs to you yeah. eventually. That you're gonna go, all right. Now I get why you like it. I think I was so hooked on the vocals and the lyrics that I didn't pay attention to the music much. Right, right, right. And I was just thinking, like I said, it sounded like something, like almost like a horrorcore band. I just heard these like phrases that sounded like shock for the sake of yeah. shock. And once you told me the story. I was like, oh, okay. And yeah. if I listen to it again, I'd yeah. probably appreciate it a lot. Yeah, more. when you find out that that's, a, that's based literally on a true story, like yeah. from the actual writer's mouth. Not like somebody heard about something and then wrote like a horror movie about it or whatever. Like this dude watched this happen. This yeah. is really his opinion or his words telling you what happened. Instead of writing it down on paper for a poem or a short story or whatever, um, he wrote it down in a song, which is phenomenal. But right. we, we really covered the hell out of that song, and I appreciate the fact that you guys let me do it because I knew that, that was going to be a polarizing song right. because there was such a cool backstory to it. So, if not for anything else, that gave us something to talk about on this one. Um, I'm trying to figure it out. We're a little over an hour, I think, right? Well, we mentioned earlier as I laid down. Yeah, this is where we were all going to go into, right? So, so I'm, I'm dying to get into this. So no pun intended. Everyone knows the story is the good. Well, Tim Lambesis. All right, so Tim Lambesis. So. We'll start it from the, from the top. As I Lay Dying is a great transition. So we're about an hour in. This is where we can start going into any any of the topic we want and start talking about stuff. We we'll gave talk. our picks. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's do it. Throw it. Uh, I hate to keep on saying that, but we'll throw it on the table. We'll go, we'll go from there, right? So now this is going to be just off the cuff and us just talking about stuff like the three dudes just talking. Now we're really going to be letting beer flow and everything else. Anyways, enough yakety yak yakking. So, As I Lay Dying. Polarizing band for me. Because I come from that world. I really came up in that world of the metalcore, the early 2000s. I really love that sound. Um, and I uh, just want to make sure we're still rolling here, which we are. Um, Ray is actually the one who showed me that band. Mm-hmm. Just so we're all clear on that. So you showed me their very first album. What was it called? Till, uh, I wouldn't Thrill, guess. Thrill World's Collapse. 94 Hours. 94 Hours. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. 94 Hours. Uh, no, that's the first song that you showed me. I, think I believe that, that's I think the album. Is called, I think it's 94 we'll Hours. We'll have to look that up. I believe so. It. So we can pull bullet points in later yeah. on too. Uh, Steve's good with all that stuff. Um, long story short, a long time ago, whenever that album came out, Ray saw them live, I think, open up for somebody or whatever, right? It was a long time ago at the living room. I seen them. He saw them live uh, yeah. on their first album tour. We, Me and him were hanging out one night like we always do, jamming. We always have been known to show each other music. Ray shows me this band. I said, holy shit. Because a lot of what he shows me sometimes, I will turn off and be like, ah, I'm not really into it or whatever. <laughs> Especially at that point. I was very, very, very 
hard-headed and... Uh, Let's put it this way, fellas. A lot of the I'm shit really... that I come up with is out of left field, so... I'm Which just is gonna, fine. That's what I'm makes, that's what makes this what it, what it is, but yeah. now we're all a little bit more level-headed. We're talking over 14 years ago. Cause it exactly. Was, it was actually exactly. right around the time you told me that your sister was having your nephew, who's now, what, 14? Right? Just so, about. So that's how we can gauge how old the story is, right? It's pretty ridiculous. So it's been a long time. Um, and ratios with this band. I fall in love with them. I follow them through their course of history. I love every single album. I fell off with them for a little while because to me the band kind of sounded a little repetitive and I got a little bit more into the straight up like hardcore or straight up metal for a while and the whole like metalcore thing kind of escaped me like and the fact that they came out as like a Christian band and I, I just really I'm not into that man I'm, I'm, I'm an agnostic human being and I have my personal beliefs on a lot of things we'll get into that too I'm sure eventually um, but for, for tonight's talk anyways uh, I've been a fan of the band for a long time so for me I have a, a strong opinion on what they've done, okay? And the other four guys in the band are phenomenal, phenomenal musicians. So even if you've never listened to the band, like, I don't think you're very much of a fan, really. I, I saw them live at that same show I mentioned earlier with Anthrax and Beast Snyder okay. and shit. But, and I, I actually walked away liking them, but I'm willing to bet that if, I, if it wasn't live and it was just on a CD, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much. Yeah. I think I could show you a couple songs, uh, and I actually think we should go over a couple of those songs because of this exact conversation. I think you'd because you're you're coming at it from a really open point of view because you don't even listen to the band. So you're literally just going off of whatever the, the story is. Ray knows some of the band, but he fell off from them. And I, I thought they were an amazing them. band early yeah. on. That's yeah. this is my personal story. Before any of this accusations, anything with the fucking singer being a fucking a creep, all the fucking shit that everybody knows yeah. about. Um, I thought the band was awesome. Yeah, this was me coming from a, a fucking kid who's never heard anything like that before yep. in my life when I was a kid. Uh, they were great. And now you have all this shit going on with the fucking singer being a fucking, you know. Well, so if anybody doesn't know, murder, so look, just look know. up Tim Limbesis. Yeah. Polarizing figure. He, I believe, owns all the rights to the catalog of As I Lay Dying because he's one of the only two original members. I think it's him and the, the drummer, Jordan, whatever his last name is. Mancino, I think. Um, and he's been in the band since day one it's his band he owns all the rights that's why this is such a crazy story because here's the deal so the guy in 2012 I believe after putting out their last album that's good uh, after putting out their last album uh, was going through some stuff apparently from what he says was lifting a lot getting yeah. the steroids which me coming from the gym world that I come from can vouch for it can make you go crazy it can give you some issues it can give you some thoughts that you're not supposed to have me personally coming from where I come from I don't think anything's an excuse and I think it is what it is hired a hitman or tried to hire a hitman he tried to pay a hitman a thousand dollars or she so she must have been a crazy bitch well we don't know that that's the thing we don't know that so we don't know the whole there, story there's way more out there of the story and if you actually go in detail you can find out a little bit more but here's what it comes down to it comes down to a man and his wife were about to get divorced from what it seems like. Instead of that, he decided that he uh, wanted to hire a hitman to just kill her. I actually have one here. You're going to hear all this, the background noise, too. That's the fun part of this podcast. It's uh, all right. It's in a test run. Yeah, podcast, podcast, whatever the hell you want to call it. Ravecast, Nodcast, uh, <laughs> Dobbycast, whatever you... Dobcast, we can call it that, too. Uh, anyway, so the guy did one of the lowest things you could possibly do and uh, instead of trying to kill his wife which is still not cool very very not cool at all like you hear in most metal songs 
he went and uh, tried hiring somebody to kill his wife for a thousand bucks or so. Uh, turned out that that gentleman that he tried hiring was an undercover cop and he got busted and he got put away in jail for a while and he did his time and uh, the story gets a little more, bit more crazy so while he was in jail uh, the steroid thing comes back into play because he then not only uh, served his time but halfway through his time because he was so heavily um, loaded up with steroids he started growing man boobs however the medical term is moves I think they moves, call it yeah moves is what they call it right he started growing man boobs because he couldn't take steroids anymore and if you don't wean yourself off of steroids you do grow them um, see I didn't know this part of the story I just right. knew the the murder thing right so he was really I can show you pictures of him from early on and I can show you pictures of him he from was fucking jacked when I saw him live juiced up yeah real juiced up he's a big guy but he was real juiced up this is nothing that anybody doesn't know this is all public knowledge yeah. very very public knowledge um, the guy was juiced to the tits we'll just call it what it is just the tits, grew tits, in jail, sued the county because they wouldn't give him the medication that he needed to come off of the steroids. I don't know whether he won or not. I, I, I can't remember. I gave up giving a fuck after a while because the dude tried killing his wife <laughs> for a thousand bucks. Uh, just a crazy story because he even... Now, in the flip side, if four guys who wrote the music with him, toured with him, they were, from what I've heard, and I'm paraphrasing again, but... Uh, may or may not be the number one Metal Blade Records selling band of all time. Really? Yeah, right. See? So this is all stuff you don't know, no. right? So if you go and do research, they're, if they're, they're not one, they're like 1B. Like, they're one of the best. So for anybody who thinks they're a third-tier band or a unrelative band, they're not. They were the number one band from the early 2000s until now, until 2012. Yeah. They're the ones who broke the most ground. They're the ones who were the most polarizing figures. Whether you want to believe it or not, that is the truth. Uh, they made a lot of money for a small company, smaller company, and they made a lot of money for themselves. And when you become accustomed to making that much money, if one guy fucks up, should all four other guys pay for that? Well, and that's kind of where this discussion really goes into, in my opinion, because long story short, he got out just about a year ago, I think a year ago in December. So 2016 is when he was released from prison. He had to do a year of probation, did that time. Uh, in 2000, late 2017, so I think December, he finally put out his first press release saying that he was sorry and all this other stuff. And I believe him. I mean, I'm sure he is. Your head is gummed up. You have a bunch of fame. You're not used to it. Maybe your home life isn't that great. You have a couple of kids. Um, shit sucks. You don't know what to do. And that's the way you turn. I'm not giving him a pass. I think that's your giant vagina if you do that. No offense to wh whoever takes that as an offense. But you're a pussy like you're doing some shit that's not okay no, no matter what like I come from a world in my own past and I'm sure someday that'll come out uh, you don't put your hands on women you don't you know we all get into arguments with anybody if you're a human being if you're an adult human being you're giving into an argument heated discussions are a known thing it is what it is but you damn sure don't ever bring it to violence and I don't think you ever hit her or anything like that from what I've seen in reports I've never seen any of that right. but the dude did some pussy shit he fucked up he did his time, he served his time, got out. Now, here's where it gets real wonky, right? So obviously, you have your opinion of the guy where he's a pussy, it is what it is. You fucked up, son, you done done some dumb shit. Do you deserve a second chance? Some people wholeheartedly say no, some people say yes. Now, you gotta play devil's advocate because we do have a judiciary system that once you've served your time, if you've never done anything else wrong, you get a second chance. 
right? We're all on the same page as right. that, and that's the way the system works. It's the law. Whether we like it or not, that is what it is. There's a lot of things about the law none of us like. We're all on that same page there, and that's the story for a whole other day, because I know me and Steve can go deep on the uh, conspiracy. I just threw up the... Uh, the air quotes. Yeah, air quotes. Uh, we can go real deep into that stuff and really blow some people's minds, but this is this story. Um, look, the guy fucked up. I feel bad for the band. If you listen to interviews with the rest of the band, the other four guys, they're all really good guys. They're all straight up human beings. Nick Hippa, who is the lead guitarist, I believe, legitimately, every interview the guy does, one of the nicest human beings you'll ever hear from. So, best of my knowledge, again, to use that term again, uh, he's really good friends with the ex-wife, Megan, I think her name is. And uh, from what a lot of people are gathering now or are speculating to that she might have given this a pass. She's gone on record to say that she's forgiven Tim. She's gone on record to say that um, it is what it is. The past is the past. Obviously, they're divorced. They're done. But the question is, she hasn't fully come out with a statement yet to say, hey, we're good to go. The reason why this is a conversation and I've gone on long enough is, A, two guys just went and got uh, let themselves be, so I had to keep on talking. But the other fact of, the fact of this is I know the most about the story. Um, here's the deal. Guy got out of prison. There's speculation on whether they were going to write another album, right? The uh, the four guys in the band went on to create a whole new band called Woven War, which I like a lot. I don't think you guys would like at all. I actually do like some of their music. You like some of their music? Yes. Yeah, like the first album was very good. The second album wasn't as good. Believe it or not, um, believe it or not, outside of the whole speculation of what's going on with the singer, the band I have nothing against, and I'm not even saying I have much against the singer, to tell you the truth. The whole thing going on with him being in prison, the whole situation, I never followed. I never got right. deep. It I never got is. deep involved in his situation. It was never part of my life to fucking deal right. with his problem. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't my goal. Oh, it's not my life either. That, I just you know, followed the band. Yeah, you I followed like the, the band. You know the project. Like I said, I listened to them when I was younger, and they were a good band. From what happened, that's an unfortunate act. You know what I mean? It's, it's an unfortunate act. Up. It's not something that you want to wish upon anybody. No, it's fucked up. You know, yeah. you're not dealing with something that you're going to wish any premeditated murder on somebody. Right. So all I have to say about the situation is if the band has nothing to do with the singer and what his choice acts were, I have nothing as a band. Right, but that's the issue, though. So everybody's creating an issue, and that's where we're getting into this conversation. They put out a new song. A week. They put out a clip of a new song a week ago Friday. They put out a new song Thursday night into Friday. Why cross-analyze everybody? Hold no, hold on, hold on, listen. So that's where the uproar is, right? Exactly, so the uproar is, exactly. Everybody kind of figured he was eventually going to put out new music. The band has gone on record. I've listened to the interviews with Nick Kippen and a bunch of the other guys to say, we're done with him, he's not the same guy that we knew, etc., etc. <laughs> if he gets out, we're all set. We started our own band. You let it go on, so now they look like hypocrites because now they're saying that they're not going to. Well, when the clip came out, you couldn't see that anybody's faces, no names were listed, you just knew Tim Lombesis was the singer. Now the actual video comes out, now the actual song comes out, it's the full band. It's every, if, best of my knowledge, it's every single member of the band from when he got locked up. And that's where the uproar is. Yeah. Because the uproar is, well, all you guys said that you were done with them. No. We all knew he was going to make music. It is what it is. It's only notes. So, do you fault him for trying to make music? Not really. I mean, OJ is still OJ. Michael Jackson, we all know what he did. Um, we, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, Vince Neil killed a guy, killed one of the guys from Hanoi Rocks in the 80s, got away with it, right? From what I yeah. think the story is. 
What's the, what's the story from Mayhem? Didn't right. dr- somebody kill the drummer or something? Burns them. Yeah, them, yeah, uh, right? right. The, the, the list goes on and on and on, right? So the, the if list you want to get in depth in that conversation, we can another night. Right, but the fact that is, so there's, there's a million ca- cases where this is not not unrelevant. It's just more relevant now because of social media, things like that, and it's out in the public, right? So I guess we're, as I'm rambling on, and I'm, I just ate probably somewhere around 20 minutes talking about the story, um, here's what it comes down to. What are your thoughts on the whole scenario? Me, I'm going to throw mine out really quick, and then we can discuss it a little bit from here because I guess I have the strongest opinion on the matter uh, as far as being a fan of the band. I still love the the old music. I'm not going to not like the music because there's not one guy. One guy didn't create all the music. Five guys created the music. I don't know how it was written. Maybe he wrote it all. That's my knowledge. He didn't. I love that music. It means a lot to me. My little brother, 94 ben, hours loves that band. Album. That's one of his favorite bands ever. Yeah. So he has a strong opinion on it. I wish he was here to fend for himself because he would tell you that he loves the new song. He's 100% okay with it. I don't disagree with this point because, again, if you go by Devil's Advocate, the law system, he did his time, he served his time, he hasn't done anything else bad. This is going to sound horrible from my face. Now, on, now, on the second half of that, where a lot of people are coming from, and I do agree in a sense... Bro, you're a pussy. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to get into yeah. the Facebook analogy of the whole game, then everybody's gonna have their fucking dirty. No, fucking, we're not even getting into that. But we're getting. You know, they're gonna have their dirty. Man, I'm in discussion. The three of us in a room, and there's a bunch of us that have opinions on it. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna flip this over to Steve because I, you are the real outsider to this one. Because me and Ray have obviously been a fan of the band, different stages, different uh, levels of how much we've been a fan. What what do you know? What don't you know? What do you what's your take? Well, and don't be afraid to say what you gotta say because say fuck. anything. This, you that's the whole say. point. We all should be able to. Have My a- foundational point about this situation specifically and the band is that um, I like a lot of music where there might be a member that's a shithead or oh, yeah. or a racist or a killer or yeah whatever it may be, and you have to separate the art from the artist. I agree. But there's a bigger thing at play here with um, society that we're in now is that um, first of all he deserves a second chance he served his time his wife uh, as far as we know um, has forgiven him so it shouldn't be society's place to not give this guy cross analyze anybody right and that's happening that's his fucking choice that's his choice that's his (laughs) wife's choice that's not our choice. Ex-wife. Let's be ex-wife. Yeah. yeah. Very, there you go. Very yeah. valid point. Let's, let's very valid point. Very valid point. Politically correct a little bit because. Yes. No. Yeah. But that's their choice, not our choice. That's not society's choice to decide what we want to decide for their future. Yeah. That's their choice. And if I had to do a background check on, on every band that I listen to, I wouldn't we, have any music. We'd have zero music club. We'd have zero music. Not for nothing. I think we're all a little bit, if not really big, Pantera fans. Right. We love Pantera. Do I need to say anything else? That's example number one. Recently, I mean, um... with the racist out, thing and everything right. else that he's done. Already. Racist thing. Recently, it came out that one of the guys from Inquisition um, has a pedophile case. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of Inquisition, but I'm not going to stop listening to Inquisition right. because of it. Now, the guy is clearly a piece of shit. Look at G.G. Allen. Oh, Hunter was a piece of shit. Look at right. G.G. Allen. Right. I mean, Come on, look at G.G. Allen. There's your yeah. example right there. But this is also playing into real society. Because it's true. You're it's getting true. Um, people outraged over Dude, nothing. if Bill Cosby was in a death metal band right now. If Bill, Bill Cosby Well, there's, there's a, a recent example. Band. Roseanne went on TV and said <laughs> a stupid joke. 
about a black woman who looks like a monkey and her show's off TV. Exactly, exactly. But Bill Cosby raped how many women and his show's still on Dude, TV. Dude, we can't throw fucking Dukes of Hazards because the fucking stupid fucking, <laughs> right, you know, like, let's Southern leave it flag. alone. Let's leave it alone. Let's, Dude, we can't show the Dukes of fucking Hazards because of that. But they want to take down the fucking uh, statue of Ulysses S. Grant. I, Come on. I could go Come on. on we could, we could go on and uh, we could have this conversation. This political fucking Political correction is, is literally an entire episode. It's a so fucking... Really it's how, another how, fucking... We don't even know how long this one's going to be because we're about an hour and a half in now. Yeah. So, we're, and we're, we're, all we've done on this topic is we'll talk rant. about the... We'll leader. rant. We'll but we rant. have to. We have to go a little... Because yeah. a lot of people don't know. And yeah. The other thing is a lot of people... Don't realize both all sides. I don't know a lot of the sides. I'm just going by what I know. But yeah. I think, in my opinion, is here's where I'm going to leave it. As far as this is concerned, right now, I'll try to sum it up a little bit. I still stand by the other four guys of the band. I feel like they deserve at least a chance to try to earn the on, earn, earn the money that they deserve to earn because it is their music. It is. It just is, dude. They're the ones who put their heart and soul in music. And even if they're hypocrites, right? I'm sure they weren't just bandmates. They were friends, right? Things happen, right? Um, maybe as friends, they say, you know what? Let's give them another chance. In our own circle, we have a big circle. How many people do you think are criminals? In some, some way or like, I think three of us are sitting here right now. All I'm guilty one. of something. I'm one. I am too. <laughs> so, and we all know Ray is. He just hasn't got caught. <laughs> but like. Not like now. In my opinion, there are certain things that just not are okay. If there were reports of him uh, battering his wife multiple times and etc., one time is enough for me. I, I just don't take it. Unfortunately, and this is going to sound hypocritical on its own, he never actually tried to do anything from what the reports show. Still, all pussy. Not saying he's not. If anything, he might have more street cred because of the fact that you know, if he had tried to do it himself, maybe metal fans would have gotten behind him a little more. I definitely don't, but you got to give him a little bit of the benefit of that. Maybe we don't know what's going on in his head. We don't know what's going on in her head. We don't know anybody. We don't know the story. We're not them. We're, all we have is the facts that are that are written, right? And a lot of times, facts are wishy-washy nowadays right. because it's whatever you decide to be perceived. All these guys, we which, is horrible. which is I, horrible. I don't want to sit it's down and have horrible. a beer with Varg and talk about racism and no, fucking I'm all murder. And I don't want to sit down nope. with this guy and talk about hiring an assassin nope. to kill his wife. Right. I don't want to sit down with the guy from Inquisition that, that touches kids. Oh, what, what's the guy? I just want to listen oh, to what, what's, the, what's that other band? New Prophets, Lost Prophets. He was a he was oh, a yeah, 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 piece yeah. of shit, right? He was a real he did real a, piece of shit. Real, piece real of shit. like that's a piece of shit of a human being. Yeah, like we all agree on that. Just so we're all clear too, number one rule in this in this rule here, if dude, if you're into the little kid thing pedophile, like Oh yeah. hundred percent you're a total scumbag in my eyes, you get zero chances. There's not a second chance to in that. You deserve anything. I won't stop to. listening to mu- your music if I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but you deserve to die. I've never heard a single Lost Prophet song, so I have no fucking <laughs> idea. But I know that there's I mean at the same time, I've eat, I, ate, I ate the fuck out of some Subway sandwiches. Granted, Jared didn't have anything to do with any no. but it is what it is. <laughs> Look. That's uh, a horrible example. It is a horrible example. He didn't own the story. He was That's just a, a horrible example. Well, he was just a sword farm. But they took a fucking, they took a huge hit because of that whole reason. Because they were tied to him. Now, that's that's where the, the court of public opinion comes in. Right, it shouldn't yeah. be people's job to go uh, cast these people aside. Mm-hmm. If people don't want to go buy their record, they're not going to buy their record. Right. And exactly. that should be the end of it. It shouldn't right. be a witch hunt. Look, here, here's the deal. I'm not going to fucking pay for the new album. Right. I've listened to the new song because I like the other four guys in the band. It's not a bad song. It sounds like it, as I Dying. Yeah. Every time, here's the deal with 
their songs. Every time you hear a new song from every, as, as I Lay Dying, keep on I'm just messing it up because I love Every Time I Die. But As I Lay Dying, it all kind of sounds the same. Their later stuff got really, really good and really, really heavy. And I actually think you guys would both like it a lot. But here's the deal, man. I like the song. I don't give the guy any credit. I won't be buying the music because I don't think I, I can morally go out and buy it. Just like I couldn't morally vote for Donald Trump. I don't like him or dislike him. Can I? I don't give a fuck. I don't. I damn sure don't well, like Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I know no. all the fucking shit I know about her. I voted for Gary Johnson. We're not getting into that today because this is not a political debate. No, but I did. I threw my vote in it. Here's the deal: having a wife and a daughter and a mom and a sister, I could not morally vote for Donald Trump. Dude is a dude is a piece of shit. Now here's the deal: I'm not gonna say what he said was bad because we've all said we were us. <laughs> when the cameras are off and the the, the microphones are off, that way, and that camera just ran out. But that's super another day. But here's where we're going with that. So I'm gonna end you because you you already yeah, a little tipsy on the dollars. I see him coming no, out. No, no, I hope everybody's laughing. I'm getting ready to speak. Now. I shouldn't speak. No, but no, you should definitely speak. But it's not on that because I, I know that's gonna. No, because I don't want to get ugly. In. No, we don't want to get ugly. I don't want to get politics. Political. Throw out the fucking window. It's throw all bullshit. The they're gonna they're gonna fucking. Yeah. Vote in office whoever they want to use. Listen, let's, let's not, right. let's not make this a political no, conversation. This is a political. So here's what it comes out of. I don't have any respect for the guy. Does he deserve a second chance? By the law's respect, yes. By my respect, no. But the band deserves to make more music. So if they decide that they want to give the guy a second chance, and a big part of this is the ex-wife hasn't come out and said anything yet. If she's giving them the blessing... All that matters. What are we, who are we to say anything? Yeah. She hasn't yet, so we really don't know. So until that happens, I really... Unfortunately, the, it is going to have to say a wishy-washy argument. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to put money in this pocket. <laughs> no. But I'm not going to... No. If a song it's comes a up, if I have it on shuffle and a song comes up, I'm not going to go, oh, I don't, this guy's a fucking asshole. I was listening to it at the gym four days ago. Yeah. The most recent album. I, I think it's a phenomenal album. I think... I really do. Uh, which is 2012, I think, came out. Uh, I think the last couple were great albums before he tried doing some dumb shit. So that's the other thing. Before he did this, there's only one act that he's been caught with. Do you fault that? No, I mean, again, let's be real here. If Thriller comes on right now, we're all jamming a Thriller. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we all know the fucking truth about MJ. Yeah. Am I wrong? And not Michael Jordan. Yeah. The other one. <laughs> and not the one who beat up CM Punk tonight. <laughs> the other other one. So <laughs> let's just be real. Uh, I don't speak high, uh, negative of the dead, man. I'm sorry. But... Uh, <laughs> Tupac's on an island somewhere. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> so it was Kurt Cobain, so shut up. Yeah, all right, so here's the deal. So with the, on the case of As L.A. Dying, listen, be your own judge on that one. I'm not for the guy. I, I'm for the band. I think the art uh, deserves a second chance. I, I don't think, think he does. I'll personally say I think they could have no, no, I think they could have gone on YouTube and found a singer that sounded just like him considering YouTube has... A, I'll personally a, say straight out, I think the singer's a scumbag. He's a scumbag. It and the rest of the band has nothing to do with it. I agree. It is what And it is. I think for the rest of the band to take the brunt of his fucking actions is a horrible thing. Right. And that's what it'd, like, it'd be like, Ray, if, if if one of us in this room right now got uh, pulled over driving drunk tonight. Like I would. Quick. Yeah. Got pulled over driving drunk tonight. Are we all at fault? No, no. The cops are at fault. I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm at fault for letting you go. <laughs> maybe I'm oh, at fault yeah, for letting you go. That, that's again another story oh, for the day. so here's where we're going to leave I, th- I think final thoughts on that one for me we'll do final thoughts on that uh, yeah. me personally judge may, be your own judge 
Aside from what you will, I'm not buying the merchandise. I'm not buying the albums. Every I'm man not buying is accountable music. for his own actions, in my opinion. And that's the way I'm always going to look at it. If you're a fucking scumbag, you're accountable for your own actions. If you made a fucking shitty move, that's on you. I can't wait to you listen to this tomorrow. I don't give a so, shit. Yeah. Anyway, me either. That's the truth. Oh, no, but if, here's the deal, though. I'm going to say this. I'm like, if we keep talking over each other, people aren't going to listen to this. I know. Who cares? Time. You don't funny. listen to podcasts. So that's what you're saying. I know. So I'm being I love this conversation right on mic right now because we're going <laughs> to... This good, is good. When he's editing it, he's going to go, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Steve, final thoughts on this one. Just final this thoughts? I mean, there's not much rip. to say about it other than what I did. He's obviously a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to put money in his pocket. Cheers to that. And I'm not a fan of the band, but if I was, I wouldn't stop listening to their music because of it. Right. That's your choice. If you want to boycott them, then boycott them. If you exactly. Don't, right. Then don't. Yes. And I'm, I, I guarantee 75% of their fans won't boycott them because they just want to hear the music. Right. I agree they don't with care you if just, I don't care if guys I listen to in a band are scumbag. To, to certain levels. Right. You know, like the guy from Inquisition, he's a pedophile. I'm not going to buy any more albums. I'm probably download a new one. 100% but I don't want to put yeah. money in I wouldn't let you put money into it. Right. That's not an album we're going to be buying on vinyl, Steve. Right. No, it's not. <laughs> no. trade for it. Steve, not buy what was the name of that band? Uh, what the fuck was it? The band with all the rape accusations ex- ex- against them. Decapitation? The no. Cattle decapitation? No, no, no. Oh, no. rape what? Yeah, rape accusations. Like uh, a, oh, like a uh, it's like a uh, German band. German yeah, band. Yeah, uh, it starts with a D. Not yeah. member, not dissection. No. Decapitated. No. Decapitated, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Was it decapitated? Yeah. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. We're going to sell like real was. shit tomorrow. I better fact check that. I know. No, it's decapitated. Yeah, no. And they just, they just got exonerated. They got cleared. Yeah. They got yeah. cleared, they they got got cleared, cleared. Yeah. because the singer Behemoth was saying, I listened to a bunch of podcasts where the singer Behemoth was saying they're not bad dudes. That's the original tweet. They're ahead, not right. bad dudes. The singer Behemoth was saying right. that they're normal guys and uh, that everything should be clear because right. that's not what was going on. Right. Yeah. All I know is that like here, it here, was here, a bunch here. of fucking schoolgirls basically saying that they're a bunch of rapists when they weren't. This goes into the fucking Me Too movement. So I was just going to say, yeah, which, 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 I don't want to go real deep into. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah. The, this is the second half of the, the, the podcast, whatever the fuck we're going to call this thing. Yeah. Um, where we are kind of just going to talk like dudes. We're just bullshit. Having yeah. beers and talking, yeah. which is, this is going to be my favorite part of this, and I, yeah. I really can't wait, and I think a lot of other people are really going to have fun with this. Um, the Me Too movement, man, it's, I hate to quote Rogan, but it's a witch hunt. Like, I mean, yeah, there's plenty of people. There's a lot of bullshit it. out there, but man, the way it's become, and that's part of the fucking problem, and just like, Jamie Johnson on his podcast uh, talks about that a lot. And he, when he was bringing it up, he's like, he goes, it's always metal that gets the headlines. We don't get when we do good things. Suicide Silence a couple years ago. I'm just going to throw this up. Yeah, when Mitch, when Mitch Locker was still alive. Well, listen, when Mitch Locker was still alive, they used to do a Toys for Tots benefit thing, right? And there's footage of this on YouTube. So a band called Suicide Silence. All the songs have negative lyricism and dark imagery and everything else, right? So immediately they get typecast covered from neck down tattoos and blah 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 whatever you want to say they have video footage of them raising money at a show taking the money the next day going to Toys R Us or whatever the local toy store was and buying toys for needy kids And but they're not but like they're not pieces of shit man like so don't fucking typecast people and that goes into the whole Me Too thing like you can't just assume because these guys are from another country or they're a metal band or whatever you don't fucking know man like you have no idea what's going to happen some of my best friends in the world are like the most 
evil-looking <laughs> people you'll ever meet. And the, you do it for a good cause. Dude, like, I know I know friends of mine, personal friends of mine, and if they ever listen, they're going to know exactly who they are when I talk about them, that full-blown are, like, black head-to-toe as far as, like, what they wear in metal, and I don't mean, like, skin color. I mean, like, I mean, like black metal and, like, fucking sing about Satan and talk about it. And they're, like, chefs. They're drinking blood. They're drinking blood. They're drinking blood out of I grew up. I grew up in, like, the, the most demonic, like, I brought my daughter to see Slayer last week, which doesn't Dude, get any better than that. you could be drinking the blood out of my fucking anus and fucking... Oh, boy. Fucking this is where we're going, guys. Here we go. I'm trying not to get a lot. I don't want to get on right enough. And you can deliver... Yeah. A fucking gift from Toys R Us to the next kid. It <laughs> doesn't is, matter. This is, <laughs> this is where this conversation goes. And hey, everybody, welcome Uncle Dobby, our fourth guest. <laughs> this is this is where he comes into play. Uh, I don't know where we're gonna go from there. What, Steve? Any idea? I, any I was gonna say Steve? that the problem is people just make accusations, then they get out there in the public, and because of social media and everyone talking. They get out there, right. and then whether that person is guilty or not, their reputation is ruined forever. Right, no matter what you do. No matter right. what. It, it just gets tarnished tarnish shit. Because of social media, yep. and there needs to be um, some kind of way to vet all the information, which, by the way, exists. It's called fucking taking someone to court right. before yeah. the information comes out. Yeah. Because if, if it's not true, no matter what, that guy's reputation is shit. No matter what you do, and even yeah. even when people are proven totally innocent, doesn't matter not. because it's that so doesn't get reported. It's a black mark on your on your yeah your and life. and it doesn't spread like the negative information right. does. You you'll hear oh this guy was accused of rape, and then uh, he'll get exonerated, and then you won't hear that he was on exonerated. Right. You'll just continue oh that guy raped somebody. Right, exactly, and that's that's all, that's all that, that will ever get heard. And if you hear uh, interviews or something, they're cut right. strategically or. Yeah. Reports are uh, only let out half of the true info or whatever. I mean, it, it, look, man, what it comes down to is understand something. Again, I have a wife, a daughter, mother, uh, sister. I, I fully back uh, the rights of everybody. I'm a big, uh, I've actually been a big supporter of the gay community. We'll get into that later on. I'm a big supporter in everything you can think of. But I do have opinion, strong opinions on something. My opinion on this matter is. You can't always believe, like, you, you, listen, people can shout fire in a, in a crowded theater, right? And there's nothing wrong. But what's going to happen, especially with the mass hysteria that's going on with all the school shootings yeah. and everything else, if you look at reports, right, reports are that America's in its safest time it's ever been in. Right. The difference is because media and mass outrage gets shot across the world so fast now. It's literally, your phone buzzes when something happens now. Yeah. Right? Never did that before. It's the safest time ever. Crime's down like 50% over yeah. the last 30 years. Dude, when I was growing up, I couldn't, like, I was, it was dangerous as shit to go to Lupo's when it was on yeah. Westminster Street. Yeah. It was dangerous as shit. You had to go there with a couple of friends. You ne you couldn't go there by yourself because if yeah. you walk away, you'd probably get jumped or something. Now you go down there, it's a fucking store district. It's a, it's apartments, everything else. Yeah. The world has turned into that, though. Shit's, That's the thing shit's different. Shit's different. That is 100% that is correct. I can't, yeah. I can't disagree with you But if that. you watch the news, you would think there's a fucking boogeyman around every corner. Right. Exactly, because yeah. you don't know what's going on. Now, on the flip side of that, the there news. are things that are worse. Because there are things like social media, because there are things like that, just like if a guy gets it's falsely, a if a guy or a woman or whoever gets falsely accused of an accusation or a crime or whatever, they are bastardized and they are yeah. set aside. 
Now, the flip side of that is now things like bullying are a lot worse. Now, bullying, when I was a kid, I you know, if I wasn't tough enough to fight for myself, I'd get the shit kicked out of me. We, horsing around was just a normal thing, and it still is, right? We're all bust balls. On this, we're probably going to crack jokes. We already have. We're already, oh, I'm yeah. sure I've already offended 100 people. I'm sure Dobby's already fucking pissed off one or two. It is what it is. I'm sure Steve won't because he's a pretty well-kept <laughs> son of a bitch. But So the fact of the matter is, is like, it is what it is. But I'm going to shed a little light on something that was personally affecting to me. Uh, a one of the guys, so I'm a, I'm a local wrestler. Uh, I've been doing it on and off. That's how me and uh, Steve met. So I'm going to transition to something that's still relevant to what we're talking about. And this is kind of where we go, um, and I, I hope this is where all the conversations go. This will be fun. Um, this conversation will, but the rest of them will be. So uh, I'm a local wrestler. I wrestle for a few local companies: um, MAW, RSW, RWA. Uh, also, the flip side of that, RWA. Uh, AWR, uh, wrestling for House of Bricks now, hopefully getting out to a couple of new things. I'm in a tag team called Pump Alicious. I'm Eddie Vegas. My tag team partner is Johnny Mata. Me and Steve met through USWF, who was a local uh, foundation of the wrestling scene, and a lot of people owe what they do now. A lot of the guys that I wrestle with, and the same younger guys, all all give their their uh, roots to the USWF. And how, uh, Jesus Christ, you said we have started in what, 94 or something? Yeah. Right, as far as I know. Um, from the Travis Savage of the world, and the Kevin E's of the world, and the uh, Stray Cats yeah, of the world. Um, all good dudes, everybody I know, I consider total family because once you're part of that family, you're a part of that family. Anyways, that's enough about that. So, local wrestling scene, Eddie Vegas, that's your boy here. Shameless plug. It's my podcast, our podcast. I'm going to do that once in a while. Uh, the bullying thing is coming up because a kid that comes to just about every show at uh, where I wrestle out of, it's called The Chop Shop, 225 Conant Street, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, shows weekly. So uh, <laughs> Steve's laughing his ass off and Ray just doesn't give a fuck. No, I think it's funny, character. believe it or not, you want I'm going to cross-judge this whole conversation cross right now. Cross-judge this conversation. <laughs> I'm going to say this. Not cross-dress this conversation. Cross yeah, exactly. Listen. Yep. Bully thing, all you got to do is laugh in that bully's face. That's all you gotta do. If you let me talk a little bit, you would have been. That would have been a way better place than about. I'm about twenty more seconds. Listen. Yeah. That bully can eat my Fuck ass. Him. He can't eat your he ass. Can eat my he ass. That bully's a piece of shit. I can't wait. Listen. Can all me, you gotta do. Pause that for a second. Pause that for a second. Have your piss. Smoke your cigarette. Come back in. By that point, that's when you're gonna chime in, and that's when you're perfectly well set. All right, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I'm gonna let you roll. With hopefully, that. hopefully, I'm not that much. I'm gonna let you roll with that. Only because I, I actually like what you're saying right now, and I, I appreciate what you're saying with that because that's gonna fit into what I'm where I'm going with this. So, recently, here's the deal. I don't know the whole story, just like the Azalea Dying story. I'm not in the shoes of all sides and all parties. I'm right. going on what I know factually. There's a guy named who brings his son to just about every show that I'm I appear at. Now, we also know a dude named Drew Cordero who runs Beyond Wrestling. We know a bunch of the other guys that are in the, in the <laughs> wrestling scene. <laughs> so, heard all three of us piss yeah. and write Yeah, and just punched in his pants. 100%. There's a leakage coming out right now. That's just a savory part. That's a savory part. That's all that. You are a gross son of a bitch. Dude, I just love the fact that, like, you definitely heard that on the bike. 
<laughs> we could probably find it on the wave. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's a point five in the Richter scale, bro. You're good. Was Tommy Lee Jones I dropped a fucking building from the volcano? I can't find out what time of Richter scale I have on my fucking ship fart. You love Richter scale. Have. Exactly. <laughs> I can't wait to find out what type of fucking insane scale of fucking shit factor I've got going on right now. All right. God damn it. Let me finish my fucking rating. All right, so here, here's where we're going with this. This is, gonna, this is a topical thing. This is part of the fucking podcast. Hopefully, I really do hold more, a lot of people listening to this. And we can throw bullet points and everything else. But <laughs> we went outside and have a cigarette. Me and Steve can have a grown-up conversation. He'll come in with a, uh, his two cents in a minute. So, <clears throat> brings us to just about every show I come, I, I'm on a part of. Also goes to a lot of the other local shows. Beyond wrestling, etc., bigger shows than I'm even involved with, which awesome. He's a staple in the scene. Gives every show. He boos the fuck out of me and Johnny Mata. I love it. I eat that shit up. You being a former wrestler, you can appreciate that too. Even when you're the most baby face of baby faces, if people boo you, you still eat that shit because it's right. a reaction. A right. reaction is all you're trying to solicit. Right. A reaction is all you're trying to get out of somebody. If you're in a band, if you're a comedian, if you're a whatever. If you're a writer, all reaction is better than zero reaction. Because right. if you're getting zero reaction, you're not doing your fucking job. You're not doing it right. And that means you should probably try to work on something, right? We get a great reaction from <laughs> every time we go out. That's <laughs> off. Recently, I finally broke character a little bit to fucking, and I I just mess with him now. And the kid eats it up, and his dad laughs his ass off. So here's what's going on with <laughs> Unfortunately, he goes to one. Everybody's listening to this, and I actually hope this part even gets cut, cut out and sent to them. And I don't care, come at me. This is what the deal is. Uh, he's a little bit of an odd kid, right? He's a wrestling fan. We're all odd. That's where we come from. We're all the dudes that got picked on. We're all the dudes that didn't come from money. We're all the dudes that were a little bit different in our opinions and our thoughts. And I think it, there's not a person I haven't shaken a hand of in a locker room uh, or a backyard or wherever the fuck I've wrestled that hasn't been a little off or yeah. a little bit different. We all come from that. Just like comedians. I think Joe Rogan says that perfectly, yeah. where um, he doesn't know a single good comedian or successful comedian that doesn't have a little bit of bad bad past. As much as I follow comedians and as much as I follow wrestling, yep. and you can apply this to music, too, oh, yeah. all those things kind of work in the same path, yep. just on the sides of each other. And that's this exact three-man three right. fucking circus that we have going yeah. around. That's literally the three staples of what we built this on and what we're going to be building this on. And I think that's why this is a perfect story to bring up for today. Um, to really change the conversation up and maybe hopefully help a situation. So, uh, we're, all, we're all picked on. Me, I was badly, badly uh, picked on for a lot when I was young. So it is what it is. Then I got bigger than everybody else and everybody else was not fucking with you, right? At a school, is fucked with a lot. He's an awkward kid. Glasses, long hair, a lot like me when I was younger. Differences at 15 or 16, whatever he is. I was six feet tall and very muscle-y at that time. I have pictures to prove it, fuckers. Uh, make your jokes, Gary. Uh, <laughs> um, I was just a different breed at that point. I was, And Ray could back up in that. I was a big guy, played football, boxed, wrestled, did the whole thing. It's not that kid. Uh, he gets picked on a lot, unfortunately. It is an area where I could picture that because it's not his crowd. He doesn't fit yeah. into that mold. Um, he's picked on so much so that he, I, I don't know what he said when he said it, but he's probably retaliated. Told him to fuck off, told him to eat shit, told him whatever. But apparently, the kids that are busting his balls 
decided, hey, there's a lot of hate going on. Let's use that to fuck back. They didn't like and sit back to him. They ran to the principal and said, and threatened to, to bring a gun to school and shoot him. If you've ever met, he's not the kid that's going to bring a gun to school. Yeah. And I, I would, I'm again knocking on wood, and I would vouch for this kid at 100%. Because I've met him. He's at every one of my shows. Dude, he's not the kid. Yeah. And neither is his dad. Uh, I, I would very gladly bet most things that I own on the fact that they don't even own a gun. Yeah. It's a touchy subject. Right? It is a touchy subject, but this is the truth. And I don't care. I'm putting it on record right now. And I hope yeah. everybody takes this to heart because I hope this gets out. I've already done one podcast, uh, one quick thing video this week about this situation. So this is what was what happened. So now, so what happens is the school hears this. They immediately, because of all the school shootings lately, go and and say, well, you're the one that's messed up. You need to go uh, and get some help. They put him away for a couple days, away from his family, away from his friends, away from away from us, what he does every weekend. His dad's distraught. We all send him uh, videos and stuff and messages and kind words and really gave the kids my spirits. And I'm telling you, man, if you met the kid, um, he can boo me a thousand times, but he's always shaking my hand. He's always been cool and he's always got a smile on his face. He's a very happy dude. Um, and he, it's messed up that people are fucking with him. And I can picture people fucking with the kid because he's, again, he's a little awkward. He's a little odd, just like me, just like you, just like Ray, very much like Ray. But um, the fact of the matter is, is... All right. <laughs> oh, I just was making sure you're awake still. So here's the deal. He's uh, home. He came home a couple days ago. I shot out a, a, the first ever Pumble live cast, which is a take on the Pumbalicious thing. Uh, right after the gym, I sent out some kind of words because I found out that he came home that day. He was at my show last night, shook my hand. Kid was great. I pretended like I poured kitty litter on him with my feet, which is what I do. Um, he's given us great response. Uh, Beyond Wrestling got right behind him. All sent him really good things at their last show. RWA did the same thing. RICW did the same thing. All the boys in the, in the back that seen this kid in the crowd, is we're, we're all behind him. So if there's 100 of us, 200 of us that are behind this kid, Maybe it's not just him. Maybe maybe someone's going on. Maybe some lightning's going to be brought on the other people. So what I guess where I'm going with that is the bullying thing, it's not okay, man. You don't know what you're putting the person under. There's nothing wrong with busting balls. There's nothing wrong with cracking jokes. But if the busting balls and taking uh, cracking jokes goes too far, you, you can you can make people do things that they don't want to do. Now, I'm not, again, just like with the Ezra Dying situation, I'm not saying to the guys from, well, let's say, Columbine, the very first one that we really knew about. Yeah that an our age group were, were affected by. Uh, we don't know what they went through every day. They were different. They were abnormal kids. Who knows what was happening to them? I don't know. I'm not giving them a pass. I still yeah. think it's a coward. You didn't way see out. their upbringing. Right. But we, you didn't the point see is, is that. I'm, not ve- I'm, not, I'm not vouching for what they did because it's bullshit. Just like a lot of other things in this world. I don't, I don't think it's okay. I think there's always another way out of it, right? You can talk to somebody. You can try Easy to say when you're not the one doing it, but yeah, you just don't get to that point. You're driven to that point. That's I guess. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. I, and I think a lot of people get to that point. I think yeah. a lot of, I think even ready for this, and this is probably gonna piss some people off too. And I'm just gonna throw this other. I think a lot of cops are driven to that point. Yeah, and that's why a lot of. And unfortunately, what you're seeing is I'm not. And this isn't a racism thing. This is just in general because I've seen all all cops in the color spectrum do bad shit to a people. I've been a victim of it myself. Uh, I've seen it happen. Um, you're just treated different because you look different or whatever, right? Sometimes you just, you have no other choice but to fire back because that's what you've been pushed to do, right? And that's where I think maybe what happened with Aiden happened. I don't know what he said, 
I highly doubt he said he was going to bring guns to school. I think that was just a fucking easy ploy for whoever did it or said that to the vice principal or whatever to fucking hate him even worse. And that's some bullshit. Yo, bro, you're a pussy. Whoever did it. Um, or sister, you're a pussy too. Um, whoever did it. And I, I hope this does get back to somebody. I hope that somebody listens to this. And I would gladly go and speak to anybody. I've actually spoken to classes about things like teen pregnancy because I had a kid really young. And I've also gone and been a mentor for some kids. And I've also done a lot of things to try to help some people. A lot, a lot of things that people don't realize. And if, if, uh, if anybody ever needs somebody to talk to, man, reach out. People are there to listen before things get worse. And I hope that this is some light that gets shed on some people. And I know I'm doing most of the talking right now. Um, I'm hoping some of you guys, what do you two do is jump in and give your situation on too. Because maybe I'm wrong on some of it too. I'd love to hear a vice versa. But uh, with the bullying thing or anything else that goes along with these lines, and maybe I'm going off the rails a little bit with some of it, uh, which I'm going to do no matter what I do. Uh, look, just stop the shit, man. You know, if you're feeling pressured, if you're feeling bullied, talk to somebody. If you're doing the bullying, fucking stop it. Take a look in the mirror. Why are you bullying somebody? Why are you picking on somebody? Are you being treated like shit at home? Yeah, I was just going to say. That's a lot of bullies are probably getting bullied at home. You got it. And it comes from the top, man. You know, any time I've ever acted out back at somebody because I was getting my balls busted was because I got it at home, you know? And uh, I can vouch for that statement. I 100% back what you just said, man. And uh, that's that's a real big issue. So... Hey, you never know. Maybe a wrestling event will come up and we'll do like a rally to prevent that or try to help. And the hundred people that show up is a bigger voice than one of us, you know? So that's that. Uh, I don't know if you guys have anything to touch on that subject, but I mean, please cut me off. What Ray said earlier, I mean, it's pretty much all you got to do. You you never want to threaten somebody with guns. And I'm not saying he did that. I don't think he did. Yeah. But really? But if you, you don't what wanna, do you get pushed to do? You don't want to go tell the teacher no. because it's going to make it worse. Nope. No matter wanna, what you do, you don't want to tell your parents. Cut anybody nope. off, yeah. but no matter what you do, you don't want to actually instigate a situation. You're not trying to be there for that situation. You're not instigating people to egg people on to do stupid shit. And I have a. I think nowadays the kids are more prone to that from hearing things from different. Aspects of every what's well, so point easy of life. Because you go on Twitter, you go on Instagram, you go on Facebook, and you hear and all other friends. people. You hear everybody if else. If you're a more popular person in school, more people are going to stand up for you, right? If this kid, he's got a hundred, two hundred, three hundred wrestlers that are behind him, but we're not at a school standing yeah. for him. He's got himself at school. And bullying's totally different now with social media. I'm it's sure. fucking way different, dude. Yeah, I've watched my daughter go through it. I've watched. I've watched my daughter's cousins go through it. I've, wa- I've watched it. It's not a joke, man. It's really serious. Back in the day when we were in high school or school in general, somebody fucked with you. Dude, you fucking slammed into a locker. Or you you had to you, confront you, somebody. You confronted, you person, confronted right? the person straight up. You didn't have the public evidence. And if you didn't do that, then... It's back to the witch hunt thing. Oh, you're a witch. How can you prove that you're not? Okay, well, now you're going to get fucking burned at the stake. Well, that's literally... It's, it's yeah. reverting back to old times. Back in the day, if you didn't respond to a bully, you would continue to get bullied. Mm-hmm. Or if you told the teacher instead of confronting him, you'd continue to get bullied. The only way to stop it was to punch confront him in the face. it. Punch him right in the face. But I don't think that works anymore. It doesn't work anymore, and I don't condone it now because it doesn't work anymore. I mean, I condone it because he deserves to get yeah. punched in the face. 100%. Yeah, I agree. But with As social media, all these other kids pile on, and unless you punch all of them in the face, which, which you're not going to do. do yeah, then it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I don't really the worst, know the, the worst part about it is it's there cross criticism. Uh, you know what the worst, answer is? Here's the answer. 
if you're getting your balls busted and there's no way out of it, start a metal band. Start a hardcore band. There you go. Start jujitsu. Start fucking boxing. Find an outlet. Start wrestling. Find an, start, outlet. find an outlet. Find an start outlet. Start drawing. Drawing. Find an outlet. Find, find an outlet. any find outlet. Find something to talk to to help you get through that. Find go to the gym. Lift the weight. Do to do Dude, something against it. If you're frustrated, go pick up a weight. Go to the gym for five yeah. minutes and. That's another, I'm gonna throw this out there. Picking on a fat person for going to the gym is like picking on a blind person for not knowing how to see. I think that's this is better Eat advice shit. for everyone in general, not I just agree. not just people who are getting bullied. Because yeah. a lot of people don't have anything but going to work and sleeping yeah. and going to work again. Punch in, punch out. Yeah. Feeling punch part in, of the, feeling punch part in, of the system is punch the in, worst feeling in the world. Yep. Feeling like you're part of just the system is the worst feeling in We're the world. We're not part of the system. Everybody no, feeling like you're part of the it, system yeah. is the worst feeling in the world. That's it. Steve just hit it on the fucking head. That's the best thing, I think, out of all of what we just said, and hopefully people actually listen to all of this. Um, I really do hope a few people listen to the whole thing, because this is, this is cool. This is really where I was hoping to go with this tonight. Um, everybody needs some form of creative outlet. We're three assholes. One of which doesn't even listen to podcasts. Two, three of which don't really watch about computers or anything else that we're doing. We couldn't figure out, three of us couldn't figure out how to set up three microphones. So we're just, just one, which is fine. It is what it is. But what it comes down to is we're finding a creative outlet to give us, give ourselves something else to do. And if we reach one person, just like wrestling or just like music, Steve has yep. been on a stage before. If you had one person, if, honestly, if you had one kid come up to you and be like, hey man, I really like what you just did right now. That's going to steer me down a different path. For sure. Tell me that wouldn't change your opinion. I've had that happen to me plenty of times. Thank you. I've had people write to me from Iraq. That's fucking incredible. Fucking no no better feeling than that. Yeah, because people, your voice is getting out there or what your gestures are are getting out there. I have people with the wrestling community. Whatever, dude. Uh, I'm working my way up. I have... Countless people now with my shirt on. Now there's uh, pins and there's everything else. And I've, I have every night I have at least one to four kids, maybe more, coming up to me and saying, "Hey man, your match was awesome." Or hit me up on Facebook or Instagram or I'm on, I'm on Twitter. I don't really use it, but um, the two main groups for me are Facebook and Instagram. And I have people all the time. I can show you guys, and I'll put I'll put them up. I'll screenshot them. People message me and be like, "Hey man, you were missing this show because your partner's there." Or, "Hey man, you did a really good job tonight by yourself." Or, "Hey man." Um, thank you for thank you for putting on a great match. Or uh, three weeks ago, we did a show at a, a, a gymnastics school to raise money for the gymnastics school, and we had probably forty kids around us just taking pictures. Maybe a little bit. Maybe I'm exaggerating it, but it was a, it felt like that many. And every one of them took a picture with us. And every one of them, I'm sure our pictures are out there. And people go, "Oh wow, hey man!" Like if we were kids, and a Hulk Hogan came out in the crowd. Or I was an Ultimate Warrior fan. So if Ultimate Warrior came out in the crowd and said, hey, little brother, like, let's take a picture. Do whatever you want to do. I would have been sold, man. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was sure. You know, like, it is what it is. And even, you don't even necessarily need recognition or to guide someone along mm-hmm. a path. Just to have a creative outlet, even if you just keep it to yourself. Yep. You need that regardless. Because otherwise, I mean, if you, if you don't have kids If you're or not trying to, to be creative, of, then what are you living what are you living for? A lot of people are just living and going to work. What are you living for if you're not trying to be creative? Cattle. Cattle, bro. Cattle. What's your point on cattle? I just you, want to you, know. You're just cattle in a herd, man. I think a lot of people are That's what you're saying? You're just a cattle in a herd? Well, I think a lot of people, no, I don't think I am. No, I'm no, exactly. I, it, took me, it took me 33 years, almost 34 years to finally really start growing up, but Which I did my, to be I did a my human, fucking only duty and to be a human, a good kid. What is your branch on life if you're a human? What is you your branch of life? 
You had to find something to feed on. You had to find something to branch on and be a part of. If you're not a part of anything, then you have no drive in life. You need to have something to branch onto in order to feel whole. Yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's something that a lot of people don't have. A lot of people need to feel... I don't give a shit if it's nothing. I don't give a fuck if it's, like, the worst shit in the world. Find something to enjoy. Not to rap. Find something to fucking grasp onto and fucking feel complete about. Good, Steve. I was going to say not to rag on females, because I don't want to do that. Oh. But don't be a Bill Cosby. Damn, so. No, no, no. But, I mean, <laughs> I've had a lot of girlfriends, and that's usually the fucking problem. Well, they, don't have they their are. Own interests. They don't have hobbies. They really don't have friends. Well, let's be real. have friends. Two... Be somewhat politically correct. It could be boyfriend or girlfriend. It could be, but I'm not a girl, so I don't well, have experience. He, here's with that, well, I'll so. throw this out there. My daughter is a is a very creative person. She went to school for. Uh, I think Rosie's a fucking great example. She's a phenomenal artist. She's actually incredible. She's Seventeen. She's gonna be eighteen soon. She just graduated high school. She graduated uh, also from vocational school with the uh, graphic arts. She's incredible. Whatever diploma, or certificate, whatever. She's fucking she smart. Award. She's phenomenal. I'm my my daughter isn't talking about boy stuff because I'm her dad and I'm a big scary guy and whatever. So she talks to my my wife about it a lot, and I've been catching on to some because she's been opening up to me a little bit. And guys literally tell her, "Hey, if you weren't so whatever, pick your fucking adjective or whatever, um, you'd be a really cool person to date. So like, if you weren't so opinionated, you'd be a really cool person to date. If you weren't so artsy, you'd be really." She said. Dude, people, so her guys, biggest, say this to my Her daughter. biggest downfall is your opinion. No, her biggest downfall is her that she's better than all these fucking assholes, and that's the difference. So it does yeah. go both ways. It and does. Now, now, and I'm only throwing it out there because I do want to stick up for the other people. But I, I know what you're saying though. No, it's there true, are a though. lot of people out there that don't have their own opinion, that don't have their own creative outlet, that don't have a creative juice. So they see whatever's on MTV and boom, they go with that. Oh and yeah, you they're, have driven, they're driven by bullshit. They're driven by right. bullshit. I've had arguments with people before, and I feel bad because I, I want you to talk more about that because I like where you're going with that. But this is this is going with that. I've had ex-girlfriends in the past or whatever, or significant others, that you'll talk to them and they'll be like, oh, I go to the one country fest here, it's 200 bucks, 300 bucks, 400 bucks, I save up all my money because I have to buy $30 beers or what, $10 beers, whatever. And that's what that's what I do. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I don't, granted, I'm not a big fan of music, but I'll go to 14 shows that'll equal that same amount of money. Yeah. And I'll have way more fun and way more memories. I've yeah. forgotten more about going to concerts. Yeah. Than because I'm all of the... And I'm not just talking metal. I'm talking everything. Dude, I've seen everything oh, yeah. from fucking Guar to Tovlo to fucking Queen to Aerosmith. Believe it or not, Heritage. I know we're still alive. I, I like music. Temptation's I know we're still alive and we're talking about music and everything. Listen, I listen to metal. I listen to indie music. I listen to rock. I listen to fucking... I'm all over the fucking world. We're all three creative people, but... Where are you going with that? Keep keep going with it because I don't. I was I gonna say I don't, want, as, I don't want to cut you off. I was gonna say as uh, as far as your daughter goes, I think the problem with a lot of guys isn't that they don't have a hobby or a creative interest. I agree. A lot of a lot of problem with guys is that when they see a girl that does, they're like, oh, I'm not gonna be the center of their lives, and that's usually the problem as far as guys go. You're looking at one right. dimensional dimension. Right. You're not looking at a cross dimensional everything. You're, you're looking at a cross dimension. Yeah, you're a cross dimension. Go fucking take a shit. But listen, <laughs> everybody has an outlet, and yeah. everybody has their musical point. 
Everybody well, needs Well, as Ed takes his fucking shit and he pisses out of his ass and he yeah. does all the vaginal, vaginal shit out of his fucking <laughs> pussy that he has. <laughs> Where did this conversation go? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where we're going. Steve, take the helm. Yeah, we're just uh, letting you uh, piss on microphone again. <laughs> Dude, this is going to be the best fucking 3 hour podcast ever. Fuck <laughs> what are we at? We're at two hours and five minutes right now. Oh, goddamn, we got a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we haven't even bothered trying to put the UFC stream back on. I'm Shit, not even worried. Dude, I'm not even worried. A lot. Nah. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's probably. It's probably over now. Is it 120? Is that the real yeah, time? Yeah, dude, we missed everything. Oh, yeah, it's over. We missed everything. Whatever, whatever. listen. Yeah, whatever. What, what other opinions do we have? Get, let's steer away from all the emotions. Man. Stuff. I don't know. I know uh, we were going to do... Shows. What about upcoming shows? What about shows we've seen? Upcoming shows. Guys, I know I just came in out of nowhere, but I just pissed again, as you all just heard, on the fucking mic, and I just kicked Ray in the shin. I just stepped all over my balls. (laughs) You piece of shit. (laughs) We're we're a little over the two-hour mark. It's been a fucking blast so far. Honestly, this is... In my opinion, we're gonna listen to listen to this back. I think all three of us should. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a good time. I don't want to edit out a single portion of it. No, I, I think it's wonderful. Let's the unedited. I like how fucking random and stupid this. I is. I don't think we should edit. Period. Other no. than maybe add something between the words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I don't want to uh, take anything out. No, I agree. Um, so yeah, was, and again, when we first started talking about this, it was literally, oh, how long should we think? Of, should we do it? Blah blah blah. We decided when we put our collective uh, brain together. Uh, notice I didn't make that plural. Um, <laughs> to make this a free flowing kind of uh, ordeal and podcast or whatever the fuck yeah. again talk cast whatever you want to call it and three dudes three friends in a bullshit room about the two talking having beers having talks again oh, that's life uh, now that we're done with the mushy stuff uh, for the most part hopefully we're gonna go back down that road because that'll come up eventually again later fucking shows man music is where where the started in beer drinking we can only talk about beer for so much and we can only hear about beer so much and raise breath oh you, if you guys had a way to be able to see what's going on I'm only kidding I want to smoke a doobie you do anyway I want to smoke a doobie oh shit no listen so shows we've seen can be an endless conversation yeah and I think it's a fun conversation I'm somebody that wants to bring up the fact that I make it a, a family ordeal. I bring literally my mom to see Guar, my brother, my sister, my. my I nephew, think that's you know? the best thing in the world. I think it's. I have cool. nothing against that. I think that that's fucking wholeheartedly. Well, we, how, how about this? How about how about we take this conversation into? Um, we'll, we'll do a couple different ways to go with this, and I'll try to do my best. And Steve is really good at keeping track of where we are, um, uh, until I get up and pee, and then turns into Ray talking about. You just took a piss. I just did. Yeah, no, that's what I'm getting at. So Don't go again. Um, Shows that are coming up, shows that we've seen recently, shows that we uh, would like to see, maybe, something along those lines. I'm actually going to have Steve start this off, because I know there's a couple things coming up that you were uh, talking about. Yeah, I'm going uh, well, last show we went to, uh, Ray was there also, we, it was uh, Mayhem, Cloak, Amazing show. and um, Incantation. Amazing show. Yep. Yeah, Incantation was great, Mayhem was great, Cloak was, Cloak, they Cloak, were whatever. Yeah, they put on a decent show <laughs> for what they show, were. But I, well, I'm not going to say that they blew my mind. It sounded like tribulation. But they were a cross-beard tribulation. Um, it was a good show for what they did. 
I have to say Mayhem blew my mind just because every single time fucking I see Hellhammer on stage, I want to fucking shit myself because it's a good it's a good time. I felt the same about Attila. I've never seen him live. Before. Oh my god, I saw and Attila back awesome. fucking like five years ago when they were at Palladium and I fucking Real quick, blew my mind. Something this up there. Make sure that you everybody knows when they say Attila, they mean the singer of Mayhem, not <laughs> yeah. the shitty fucking yeah, pop shitty rap band. band. Exactly. Yeah, yeah not no, some fucking. Talking, yeah, yeah. No, we're talking tra- about the guy Attila, not the band Attila. Exactly. <laughs> All right, continue. If you want to listen to Attila, Sorry, this get is yourself officiated with fucking Tormentor and some earlier fucking shit from the fucking band of Mayhem. You get yourself as, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about right now. I'm drunk. <laughs> no, I agree. No, you're going on a good path there. Just- I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. Incantation probably blew me away more than anybody, though, as far as that, at that show. Honestly, the guitar work that they fucking presented fucking blew me away. I wasn't actually ready for it. I didn't expect them. How long to is that show? Out. A couple hours, right? A couple hours, yeah. 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 Is it four bands, five bands? Three. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Holy shit! I missed that show because I had to wrestle that night. I thought yeah. I was gonna be able to make it uh, in time for Mayhem, and by the time I was done, um, I, I I didn't get out. I got anything. to buy some fucking early Arcturus on vinyl. I'm happy. What were you selling? Oh, they, they were selling uh, vinyl out of uh, what was that uh, place we went to in uh, Fall River? Oh, Purchase Street was there. Yeah, I went to Purchase oh, Street really? Records and I, I bought uh, Arthur Purchase Street Street. is in uh, not Fall River. They're in New uh, Bedford. New Bedford. Purchase New Bedford. Street, Bedford. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse I, I actually, they're on. Shout out to Purchase Street Records. Uh, I don't know if the dude is very very well, but that's tied into wrestling because Teddy Goods works there, and the guy who owns it, and that's. Either way, they have a good collection. I'm so mad at myself right here. They have a good collection, and I bought a few records off of them. It's a great place. Purchase your records in New Bedford. Dude, if you like music, fucking go there. It's a true blue vinyl store. They do not ship. They do not sell on internet. You have to go to the store to buy their vinyl or tapes or patches or anything else that they sell. It's very, very cool. It's cool just to be able to go into an honest record store and smell the vinyl and smell... uh, the scent, the scent of what it was like a long time ago in the music world. Anyways, um, that's very cool that they were there. And so I, not to put them on blast, but have um, how are their prices? Because the prices I've seen when he makes little videos, it's like yeah, it's a bit high. It I want to say personally, in my honest opinion, I'm going to give them a fifty-fifty. It's not the first place I'm going to go to buy a record. It depends on what it is. I, here's the deal. For me, sometimes, sometimes it's just me. Sometimes it's worth. Sometimes the price of admission is worth the experience. I've seen bands live before that I was like, well, they suck live. They played fucking half the songs they were supposed to. Yeah. And I missed out on it. Or whatever. Fuck, I didn't we, we, we went to Metal Fest a couple of years. Not Metal Fest, Rock and Shock in fucking film. Last, last year, Superjoint got, had to go on late, so they played six songs instead of the fucking 14 order they were supposed to play. That's the reason why I went. Yeah. And spent the fucking eighty bucks on the ticket. Out of so, nostalgia, though. Out of so, nostalgia, though. If, you, if you're looking at it, if you're looking record. at a true blue vinyl store, that's strictly what they do, or mainly what they do. It's worth going into to flip through because you will find a gem or two. You really will if you know what you're looking for. Even if you're just the off the cuff vinyl person, say you're looking for a cool Father's Day gift or a Mother's Day gift or for your uncle, your aunt, or whatever, uh, Rosie for your dad. It's very very cool <laughs> to just buy some stuff. Can you find a couple of their albums a little bit cheaper elsewhere? Yes. Is New Newberry Comics the same way? 100%. Yeah. The difference is it's one guy owning the store. I think sometimes he deserves a little bit of money just for the sake of 
Yeah. I'm sure the upkeep is a little bit. And uh, just so. just as an aside, if if I can walk out from that store with that record in my hand, I'll pay an extra twenty dollars. So I don't have to order it online. Well, and the other factor with that is, unfortunately, with shipping, you don't know how the conditions going to come in. Yeah. We're at the actual store. You can actually pick the vinyl. You have out to of it look. You have to look at that record, though. Yeah. You have to look at that record. You have to look at it firsthand to find out whether you're going to pay that money. Not or for not. nothing. Price. If you are, if you're a final junkie, if you're a final junkie. You have to look at it before you buy it. Sum it up on that regard. I have back to into do the show. Um, Purchase Street Records, well worth going into. Check it out. Old, old, new, uh, New Bedford is very cool anyways because that's a cobblestone road and it's actually really cool. Great selection. Great selection. Yeah, there's a couple of cool stuff. I cannot say that you have a good selection. Pussycat just played right next door to them at some brewery or something. There's a a good Mexican store. I wrestle there a lot. Shout out to House of Bricks Wrestling. Um, It's a cool spot, man. Pretty Street. It's very cool to walk into. Very cool to check out. Go up there and check it out. So, it's dope that they were at that show. I met the dude who owns the place at uh, a horror convention a year or two ago, Rhode Island Horror Con. Very, very cool. He had Rad Racing t-shirts from the movie Rad, which is one of my favorite movies ever. And uh, that was a video game, too. Rad Racing is a video game, but like with like an old school bullshit Corvette, and it's like a straight yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. Rad Racing, the mo- Rad the movie is with a dude on a BMX bike with Talia Shire oh, right. from uh, uh, Rocky as the mom, and it's fucking awesome. It's one of the coolest eighties movies all time. It's got Aunt Becky from uh, Full House, okay. and it has like a sixteen year old. I thought you were gonna say nine piece. Anyways, so uh, yeah, so that show was that show sounded awesome. Super pissed I missed it. Um, other shows, I went to Slayer last Friday with my daughter. She'd never seen her before. And that show was fucking stacked to the tits. Uh, we missed, unfortunately, Testament because I got out of work a little bit late, but they opened the show, which I've seen them before, Phenomenal Live. And they are coming with uh, Anthrax to the mm. Strand, yeah. which the new Strand, by the way, is fucking awesome. The people who bought it out did it right. Um, what building is it? It's the Strand. Oh, it's the Strand. Yes, the actual Strand again. Um, they just redid it. They they went through the whole thing. They put all the new floors in. There's a bunch of bars in there. They have uh, closed caption TV in there, so you can actually watch from every bar the live footage of the stage. Very very cool place. They did a good job. Hopefully they're going to start bringing some acts back to mm. Providence that were lacking. Um, cool as shit. But uh, Testament and Anthrax, I believe, are coming in August, and that's yeah. Be so I think that'd be a cool show for the three of us to go to. I think also uh, that municipal waste show that's coming up would be oh, a yeah. show to go to. Very, very cool. I've like heard that a fucking awesome live. My daughter saw them at uh, um, Warp Tour last year. It's only in uh, like 10 days or something. It's like on we'll Sunday. As long as it's at nighttime, even if it is Sunday, typically I'm good. But we'll talk about that off uh, off air. But um, yeah, so Testament opened the show. We got there in time to see Behemoth, who I'd never seen live. I don't know that much about them. Awesome. Fucking man, awesome. Yes. Very, very good. Impressed the shit out of me. Nurgle's the fucking man. Uh, then from there, it kicked into Anthrax. Anthrax is awesome. I've seen it live before, but I was actually more impressed with this show than I was at the last show. Um, Lamb of God came on after that, crushed it, killed the set. I've seen him a million times. Very, very good live. And then Slayer came on, played about 19 songs, tore it up, did their fucking thing. Was awesome. Wasn't sad about it at all. If you have an opportunity to go see the Slayer tour and this final tour, supposedly that is a final tour, which more than likely won't be, please go. Don't be a dummy. Go see them. Uh, Slayer will always play. Always goes. In my opinion, 
I I know we're still on podcast and listen, this is a rough situation. What's a rough situation? You have you right seen now? Have you seen Kiss? I've seen them twice. Yeah. How many times have you seen Kiss or Ted Nugent where they say that they're fucking on their last fucking leg? Dude, we all know these bands are going to fucking yeah, they're play. All gonna come back. They're That's all going to perform another time. I love them to death, but I think it's all just a publicity stunt just to fucking make a few bucks. I I love them to death, but listen, they're all going to do it. They're all going to play again. They're all going to eventually they're come back. All gonna I, I think play they're going to tour in a limited... Um, they will all play again. I think they're going to tour in a limited amount because I think Tom Mariah just had neck surgery. So I know. Play, yeah, he had a little problems. I'll tell you what, for sure... One of the best bands I've ever seen live. Seen them a bunch of times now. And that was one of the best arena shows I've ever seen. I've seen a shitload of those. Oh, I personally like smaller shows better, but with a band like Slayer, you, you can't not go with a fucking lineup like that. How do you not go to see something yeah, like that? Yeah, we have a to the game. Very, very cool card. Uh, um, Jesus Christ. The big show-wise that I, I already have tickets for, I got uh, tickets to... Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson coming up in August. That's going to be a fun time. Uh, Manson, not that good anymore live, but it's worth seeing live. And um, Zombie's always a great time. The guy fucking crushes it. His band now is phenomenal. John 5 is John 5. No need to say anything else. If you don't like John 5, you're a fucking moron. Cause he's, he's amazing. He's, he's no, he's a fucking critic. He's got Gingerfish on drums now. Who used to play? Listen, the I, don't fuck, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if he's with. I don't give a fuck if he's with Marilyn Manson, Rob okay. Zombie, whoever the fuck he's with. The motherfucker's a good guitarist. Mm, I don't know him. Oh, really? John Five. Man, you gotta know, ooh, him, dude. Off air, we're gonna pull up some John Five footage. Fucking dude, phenomenal. he's a fucking beast. I wonder if he was playing with Zombie when I saw him do the White Zombie. Oh, he probably year. was. He, he was, probably he was. was. Yep. Uh, that they turned that into a violent. I know. I picked it up last week. Did you? Yeah. You motherfucker. <laughs> I oh, was yeah. there. I had to. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very cool. I listen to that. It's on Spotify now. It's very yeah. good. I. That's my favorite. One of my favorite albums. Of all time. Too, I bought yeah. that album when I was ten or something, and it's been a staple in my life since I bought it. It was obviously way better live, live. But yeah, yeah. I can imagine that. But that's everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him playing any of those songs from Asher P was phenomenal. That's one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, yeah. So that show's coming up. I'm gonna try to get Ozzy tickets because I gotta see Ozzy again. I haven't seen him in a long time, and if this is really his final tour, which very well could be because he's old, that's gonna be awesome. Me and Ray have tickets for Demu Gear in New York. That's gonna be fucking. Nice. That's gonna be fucking. <laughs> nice. um, I can't wait for that. I really can't wait for that. I don't know why you're playing videos in the back. We can't play music on this. Oh, we can't um, do that because yeah. we'll get we'll get stopped. Yeah, I'll, I'll, keep I'll, it I'll just pause right. it for now. No, it's it's, for it's not even. This on. This is gonna be on air. Yeah, I can't wait for people to listen to this awesome part of the podcast. Anyways, uh, Demura here is playing one of four, I believe, American shows in the summer, and we're gonna go to one of them. I got tickets really early on. They were sold out already. I don't give a fuck if you don't like Demura Gear. They're fucking awesome. Hey, eat shit. What's your you thoughts on Demu, Steve? Um, Honest opinion. I, like I don't give a fuck. Give me no. Give me your. No, I, I, I like them. I lo- I love Death yeah. Cult Armageddon. That's probably my favorite Demu album. Good album. Um, Good album. I don't. I'm not real uh, familiar with them though. Know. But that's the one I'm familiar. Earlier, with. earlier catalog, in my opinion, yeah, is we'll, where we'll, I we'll get at when I'm a deep Demu fan. The, but great, uh, Death Cult was definitely their uh, prolific album to really bring them to their forefront. I agree. Uh, you can't sleep on Old Man's Child where Galda, the lead guitarist, comes from I fucking know. another another yeah. great band. You have, uh, what do you have on Violent Lady? You just picked up Not Born of the Flickering. 
Uh, no, I have ill-natured spiritual, spiritual vision. vision. Yep, phenomenal album. Yes. Phenomenal. Re- like, really, really, really good. <coughs> Me and Ray back in, like, the late 90s found out about them when the bait... <coughs> Sorry. Um, the fuck are we watching right now? Um, <laughs> we're watching <laughs> a John 5 video. Yeah, Because Ray thought so. that he could play music on a <laughs> podcast and not have to pay people money. So for now, we're not going to play music on this podcast. So sorry, guys. Uh, you're going to have to listen to some weird shit sometimes. But it's actually kind of funny commentary to have in the background. We, sh- we actually probably should put on videos in the background. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so that's a good time. I don't know what else is coming up. Warp Tour is final Warp Tour is coming up. I've never been to a single one. Don't plan on starting now. Um, I would like to go to the final one because every time I die, one of my favorite bands is on it. And them alone, for me, it's worth any ticket I pay for them because they're always a great time. Um... I have uh, tickets to Mortuary Drape and Volon, that black metal band I played you a couple weeks ago, that Mexican Shit. band. Yeah, that's going to be at what, that. dusk? It's at dusk, yeah. When is that? It's on a Wednesday. It's like July 18th or something like that. Remind me tomorrow. Okay. And if the tickets aren't sold, I'll buy one because I have Wednesdays off. So I, think like still t- I know they said a while ago that there was only like half the tickets left, but yeah. I haven't seen anything saying that sold out. I know yet, a couple so. people I'll be able to figure it out. Uh... I'm just kidding, guys. I'm not that cool. Um, I also, as of this moment, have put this off, but who knows? Three years from now, when we listen to this and we get a good chuckle out of it, I might not anymore. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of where else to go. Did you have anything else written down that we should talk about? Um, we missed the UFC fight, so we watched the one CM Punk fight. We were gonna do recommendations, but I don't, I don't remember what the fuck I recommended. Cause I I'll put one thing out there on the table. How does everybody feel about fucking the bullshit fucking Crow remake? Well, I didn't dead know what's happening. I think that it's wonderful that it's dead because I never I wanted it to happen. I'm glad we're going in movies. You know why? Because movies are fucking awesome. I never and wanted that to happen. <laughs> the Crow remake. Stop remakes. Let's just let's just start this conversation there. Because your motherfucker's messed up with Point Break. Put it this yeah. way. Stop it. How about if you want to put a new movie out? Why don't you put a new fucking movie out? Well, instead of fucking putting a, a remake place. out. A Quiet Place. Fucking incredible. Very good movie. I loved it. Make a new movie. Deadpool 2, great movie. Deadpool Make 1, a way better new movie. New movie. Avengers movie, very good. No, 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 but new not, general, not right? Avengers, that not Hereditary movie is supposed to be good. That's what we should do. We should go see a fucking movie together because that'd be Why are they fantastic. putting movies out based on remakes? Because me and you, we've never Why don't you make a real stuff? movie? Well, I agree, but that Halloween trailer looks pretty badass. Hey, Halloween trailer... Damn I hate to say bro. it, I love music, I love Rob Zombie, but guess what, Rob Zombie, stick to music, fuck yourself. I Fuck yourself, Rob Zombie, stick to music, and get the fuck out of movies. Hold on, hold on, I'm gonna just throw this out there. Do it. First Halloween he made was fucking awesome. I don't care I whether people like it or not, I thought it was fucking great. That's what I think of it. That's what I think of it. Oh my god. That's what I think of it. So, first Halloween that he made fucking great second one not as good not that no. good uh, House of Thousand Corpses was pretty much just a rip off of Texas Chainsaw Massacre Devil's Rejects is one of the best horror movies I've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. or movies period because second one right now yeah which I'm okay with because the first one when was the last time you saw a movie about a bunch of psychopath serial killers that you at the end of the movie feel bad for yeah because they that's no, a great movie the fucking the twist and twist the, that movie they put out, what, what was the 32, 33? It had like. The, yeah, yeah, it's horrible. Not good. Not as good as what well. What's the Horrible. 
That's it. I never watched the witch movie there with Salem. Mm-hmm. Salem. Salem. Don't, 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 don't even bother. It's, it's the worst fucking it waste of time. It really is. Uh, the last couple, fuck man. I, <laughs> last last year or two of um, really good horror movies, the Babadook phenomenal. Yeah. The visit was really good. The M Night Shyamalan movie, I liked that. The found footage movie with the kids going to see the, their grandparents. Up, that was fucking awesome. I don't think I saw that one. Real good, man. Because uh, he fell off for a while, but that was real good. Split was really good if you like. Yeah, um, that was good. Unbreakable. <clears throat> man, if you don't know Unbreakable, it's a great movie. Uh, what else was really good? Uh, oh, Get Out. Yeah. Real good. Get Out was actually Worth phenomenal. Real good movie. Actually, real, real, real that movie. had a twist to it that was wonderful. What the fuck are we watching? I don't know, man. First, it was fucking John Five, which I I know was out there. This is another John Five. Yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah, he's all over the map. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, uh, Get Out was really really good. Um, you know what they need to bring back though? With and this is real conversation uh, is like. Shitty '80s movies, or shitty like Tango and Cash is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, right. I love that movie. Demolition Man, fucking awesome. But you just said it. I love Point Break, but they fucked that up. Right, so they much. fucked that up terribly. That was Point Break is one of my favorite movies. That was a worst time. remake yeah. of the year. Dude, that fucking movie is awesome. You know what I mean? Like, and then they go and fuck it. John Wick though. John Wick three is coming out. Come on, man. First John, first John Wick. And the so is uh, the Equalizer too. With Denzel. That's yeah, that was another good one. I yeah. forgot about that movie. Real good, man. Yeah. Real, real good. I, I Equalizer was fucking awesome. I, I wasn't sad about that movie at all. Um, I remember shit. this guy now. I yeah. remember his face. Yeah, dude, musically fucking. We'll listen to this one. It's done. Um, what the fuck you eating with the potato rods? <laughs> <laughs> potato rods. Who the fuck says potato rods? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Potato. Who the I fuck says? <laughs> what are you making, potato rods? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, yeah, man. Fucking potato rod. Oh junction. my god. Settle it up, man. Holy fuck. And I guess I'm making potato rods. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, uh, shit. What uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what else we can go with. Oh, food. Hey, what about um, man, we're a rock and roll show. Goddamn Boneheads and Fall River is fucking awesome. I haven't been to the Fall River one. Dude, the new one? Awesome. I'll Real tell good. you one thing. Stay away from Carolina Barbecue. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. Carolina that's my Barbecue. Review. What's what do you mean? My review? What's that? What the fuck are you talking about? This place uh, over by Garden City. So, you know, like that, uh, the Pink Pig right here over here. Walmart? Pink Pig's fucking awesome. Pink Pig's good. Have you had that yet? Yeah, I'm it's good. Of it. Worth every penny. Dude. Every penny. It's I a little went, expensive. But I went and got chicken and waffles at this fucking place called Carolina Barbecue. It's over of by Garden City. <laughs> they gave me a goddamn fucking Eggo. <laughs> that's no fucking that's not a fucking waffle dude you piece of shit that's a fucking ego you motherfucker uh, seriously how good was that breakfast the other day though oh dude fucking I nowhere, had a nowhere ca- today, was it nowhere cafe not nowhere cafe nowhere diner the middle of nowhere diner out on exit on route 3 if you're in Rhode Island or the fucking no no we, we got food the other day that was bomb middle, that was bomb middle of nowhere diner really that was bomb today. That was bomb. They're, they're awesome every time we uh, we have their food. Well, when you want chicken and waffles, do you don't know, get no fucking Lo- Local shout out, Paco's Tacos. Fucking awesome. The one right near us over near Thayer Arena. Very, very good. I haven't tried them yet. I have Why not tried them. No, every time I go, it's fucking cold and shitty. I oh, know, you gotta go through really? it. Really? Yeah. I don't like so it. It's bad I, might, I may it's or may not have a hookup. Hopefully they don't listen to this. I might have just sold them a vehicle. So, but... 
even if I didn't, I would tell you the truth. If I don't like it, I've I've had it a bunch now. Yep. I really like it. Every time I've had it, it's been very very warm. I have so not what tried them that, once. We'll go. Uh, you'll like it. Uh, to zoom off that, uh, another really good upper scale Mexican place is uh, Condesa. Near I've, heard of, I've, I've heard, heard of them. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. There's a new place opening. Uh, you remember Rocky Point Club back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mexico. It's right in my house. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. or whatever. Shit, I probably shouldn't say that because yeah. people do come and find me. Uh, <laughs> Ro- uh, Rocky Point. Kind of near Oakland Beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, some of them Cantina. Yeah, yeah. No, that is going to be good, though. I'm, I'm very excited about that. Cause I, I didn't get to try that Italian place that was there. And I'm just going to throw this. I never got a chance. They moved, supposedly. Yeah. Um, I'm going to throw this out there. And hopefully they'll hear this. They're not gonna. Tommy's claim shack. Yes. Best in the world. Yes. Throwing that out there. Destroys everything else. Fuck you, Iggy's. Uh, fuck you, Rocky House. Mm-hmm. Rocky Point Chowder House. Tommy's is the best. There. That's all there's to. The only problem with Tommy's is they're not open during the goddamn week. So when I want my clam cakes and chowder fix in the middle of the week, what do you have? This fucking potato rods. Yeah. I almost went there today, but I didn't. Did that really say potato stick? Yeah, I don't fucking know what the fuck they're What like. the fuck is a potato stick, dude? Potato. I don't eat it. It's a hardened potato? It's like fish sticks with fucking potatoes in it, you piece of shit. It's a mozzarella stick with potatoes. Yeah, there you so go. It's a potato rod. I got you. <laughs> you motherfucker. All right, so who do we got? We literally just two broke two hours and a half. Two and a half hours is what I should have said. I think we hit all, all bases because I think we burned ourselves out on this yep. one. We didn't get to touch on the UFC as much as we would have liked to. We didn't get. I don't even really give a fuck about UFC at this point. We didn't do recommendations. I'd rather deal with music. Oh no, you know what? We'll end it on recommendations. Is that? I don't even remember what I recommended, but I'm sure I can come up with something. Think of something off the top of your head. Even if you got to look your phone, we already got a minute. We've already gone this far. Doesn't have to be music. If anybody is fucking still listening at this point. (laughs) Dude, hit me up. You get anything you want, free pump delicious merch. I'll buy it for you and I'll send it to you. I literally have to buy my own merch at this point because I'm that much of a piece of shit shindy wrestler. But um, Ray, recommend something: movie, music, a, a great documentary, fucking, a great flashlight, whatever you want. Yeah, Maybe I recommend uh, black metal, and I want to fucking produce <laughs> like uh, wow, not a single thing, not a genre of a thing. How's that sound? I reprimand uh, self-sex. <laughs> I reprimand. I reprimand. He recommends potato rods from your local grocery store. Steve, have at it. Oh, man. I, got, I need more time. All right. Me, I'm going to recommend... Uh, well, I'm going to recommend the new Bleeding Through album. The new Bleeding Through album is fucking awesome. I've always been a big fan of theirs. This started off as a music thing. That's what got us together to do some kind of a podcast, and that's where we started off. And every single episode, I think, is going to have something to do with music. So I'm not a, a future uh, teller or a fortune teller or have a crystal ball, but I have a feeling that's where it's going to go. I'm going to reach behind me and pull up the Bleeding Through vinyl, like I have a camera on me right now, and I don't. It's called Love Will Kill All. It's a very, very good album. Uh, very impressed with a band that took five, six years off and all the different stuff, and came back and put out a fucking slamming banger of an album. Uh, that's very good. If you're in the local Rhode Island area, hit up your local Paco's Taco Shop. No affiliation necessary. Yeah, don't pay uh, attention to what I said. No, don't pay attention. No, you can know. Everybody deserves their own opinion. Apparently Steve has another good time there. I'm going to fix that because when he gets a good hot warm quesadilla, he's going to love it. Um, and I'll tell you what, them potato rods smell awful nice. I'm also going to recommend, I'm going to do a couple because the fat fuck over there putting the potato rods on a plate, he doesn't pay attention to anything. I'm going to recommend something for him. 
And I'm going to recommend the Pink Pig in Warwick because we both like food and we're all fat. Um, Tell me about the Pink Pig. I never heard of it. What is it? Dude, it's Pink bomb. Pig. It's bomb, dude. Pink Pig is also the home of the Square Donut. Oh. Uh, right across from Dave's Market oh, on yeah, okay. Road. Yeah, yeah. Fucking I didn't know awesome. that's what it's called. Does, does it have another name? Or no, it yeah, I think it's the stuff? Square Donut oh, okay. place or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know what it's called. Um... I'm sure if they ever actually hear this, I just thought it was donuts. Denounce no, they're bomb. They're bomb. I I won't eat this. It started donuts. off. It started off as a donut breakfast coffee shop. The coffee's good. They have a nitro brew, which I'm a big cold brew nitro brew. If you company. feel like spending yeah. twelve dollars on a donut, then go there. It's not fucking twelve. It's like three bucks, and it's huge. <laughs> but it's a fucking piece of shit. If you feel like not everything maybe, maybe, if cents you feel like spending maybe fifteen dollars on a good fucking Mexican meal. They go there. It's called the Pink Pig. There's better be some. It's not Mexican. It's pure barbecue. It's listen, legit barbecue. They, they do. They have a smokers in the back wow. where they make real food. Yo, they got they got brisket by the pound. Oh my it's God. like fifteen bucks. Homemade cornbread, homemade coleslaw, whatever side you want, baked beans, whatever. If you feel like spending fifteen dollars oh, on fucking three fucking. If you feel like actually loving yourself, pounds, you're gonna do yourself. I spent fifteen dollars on McDonald's. So thank you. Know. you. <laughs> a couple of triple cheeseburgers, dog. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm going to do that recommendation for Ray because he's actually the one who told me to go try the place and he was right and they are great. He's going to continue making his pro, uh, I was just going to say protein rounds. Protein we all know that we're all packed with those. So, uh, Steve? Because I can't think of anything else. My recommendation is Budweiser Freedom Lager. <laughs> I like uh, it. It is That's bad. what I'm for sure. Okay. When I came in tonight, that spike in sound was me laughing hysterically. I thought you were drinking Red Stripe and I was yeah. all excited about I it. I almost bought Red Stripe. I haven't had a Red Stripe in a long time. <laughs> So when I came in, I was like, oh shit, and then I see you turn on leave, but I'm like, oh yeah, it's Budweiser. How is this? <laughs> Red Stripe is alright if you're Budweiser. Jamaican white man. But I really okay. can't tell the difference, but I'm not really a beer drinker, so maybe. What do you think? You, you I think Red Stripe is alright if you're Jamaican white man. But I mean this. No, what, is, what did you think of that, Rick? I want to think it tastes just about the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I had no discomparison against yeah, fucking Discomparison is the Even movie. though I just uh, recommended it, here's the problem. I bought a six pack, and I bought a four pack of that Thunderlip <laughs> shit. Um, you found it? I found it. Oh, I was going to give you one of those. But about it. six pack and a four pack cost me $24. I don't know which one fucking cost the most. Thunderlips, isn't it? Yeah. Thunderlips. Because I bought a four you pack say of that. Lips, all I can was... think about is donkey lips. <laughs> <laughs> and I think about fucking salute your shorts. I Stop thinking about Gary. yourself, dog. Uh, hey, come on. Again. Come on. You don't like salute your shorts? I love it. I was literally, I can show you my phone. I was looking it up three days ago. So I don't even know. How about Seek the Plumber? I don't no, even no. know the show, but back in the day, they called Gary Donkey Lips because he looks like the dude from... He does. From he did Sunday back then. Shots. Yeah, he did like back then. Back in the day, he definitely did. Yeah, he definitely did. He doesn't have <laughs> no. no, now he's skinny Gary. He's a vegetarian. You know the funny thing is? Yeah, he's a fucking meat. Gary will bust my balls. I smelled it, Brandon. Is that the... That might be it. We have a smoke alarm, folks. That's it. That's not the smoke alarm. Yeah, it is. All right. Oh. That, that's that's a great way to end the show. If there was ever a way to end it. Alright, uh, we did recommendations, we did everything else. This is a little over two and a half hours. Perfect. This is this is actually perfect, perfect for the first one. We're not going to edit a single fucking thing. If anybody actually made it this far, I get no, a lot of good First one to comment that they made it to the very end and give me some reference of the last ten minutes gets a free fucking Pumpalicious shirt. I'm not kidding. But yeah. And uh, we'll be back unless Ray's house burns down. Right, and speaking of that, Pumpalicious, LLC, your boy here. Come see me. A couple of shows coming up. Anyways, yeah, uh, what Steve just said, if Ray's house is burned out, we'll be back real soon. Uh, 100% it's gonna tonight. We don't have a closer, though. We don't have it open. We damn sure no, have a closer. No, no The closer. closer I'm gonna go with tonight. Do you have anything good? No, I got nothing. No? What about you? Oh, uh, you know what? 
The master on the mic, whatever Ray's final statement is going to be, is going to be our closer tonight. Ray, take the stage. Uh, take it off, shut your mouth. Man. Take it off, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the podcast. See you later. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. We're never going to be able to make another one. Bye, guys. <laughs>